Now, shorty, you know nothing about finishing games. This the flow that blemish your name, diminish your fame. Boy, your whole style is trash, your image is lame. I'll set your words on fire and extinguish your flame. Woo! From start to finish, I finish, then I start again. Ran into your broad again, I met her at the party and fed her that Bacardi then, spread it like a cardigan. Then she made it clap for me, better than an audience. She say you keep calling, trying to get her in the arguments. How you was cool, but now you sweat her like a cardigan. Once you get a real nigga, get rid of the fraudulent. I can handle that, baby. Tell me where you at, baby. Understanding with the family, you know my man, baby. The hottest hip-hop and R&B mixes on K100 Radio. Ah. What up, though? Welcome, everybody, to K100 Radio. I'm your host, Blizzm Wiss. Heading in. Uh, I'm really excited about what's going on right now. Uh, we got um, the MIC... C, the music industry company call uh, K100radio.com That's where you can listen to us live at uh, You can also download our free mobile apps uh, On the iTunes store Or you can download it on um, Google Play uh, We're also on TuneIn Radio So that's, those are the places that you can hear this live Of course, if you can't catch this live right now uh, You may be listening to this replay on SoundCloud And we appreciate that SoundCloud.com slash K100radio This is our second installment of the MICC And I got my Homie on the line that's hosting this and who brought this opportunity to give this opportunity to you. The homie Muggs a Million is on the line. Muggs, what's up, homie? What's popping with you? What up with you, man? Good, man. Happy New Year and all that good stuff to the OK100 fam and everybody tuning in and listening. Absolutely, man. For sure, man. So uh, if you didn't miss the if you missed the first MICC, MICC, Music Industry Conference Call, it was great. It was dope. We had a uh, we had some great guests. Uh, it was kind of impromptu, but they came through and they did their thing. We had a really mm-hmm. great discussion. But this time, we've got a we've got a set schedule for you guys today. We're going to wing it a little bit, but we're going to try to stick to the schedule over here on this one. All right. So this one, this this today, we've got three people that we're specifically going to be talking to, and of course, we're going to take some of you guys' questions. The number is three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. Again, three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. That's the number that you can call in with your music industry questions, and of course, you can listen live. Anywhere on K1sRadio.com and all of the apps, all of those links are available over there. So, first guest that we're going to have tonight in a little bit coming up at 8.30 is Jeff Black. He runs the Dynamic Producer, uh, the Beat Royale Beat Battle. We've got Ian Burke coming up at 9, a long-time industry veteran, tastemaker in the game. He used to run ASCAP, and uh, he's got a lot of credits uh, as far as being a an A&R a couple places and helping break a lot of names that you probably know in the industry right now. And then at 9.30, yes, we're going to have... Uh, the homie C. Wakely, who is an artist manager and also the organizer of the South Georgia Music Awards uh, being held in February. It's the first one. It's going to be a big event. Uh, he's managed a lot of artists that have went a long way in the game. He managed Blood Raw. Um, he's very, very well known as a promoter uh, down in the Florida, South Georgia area. And he really can make things happen for you in that region. And that's why he's doing the South Georgia Music Awards coming up in February. And that's going to be a great event. 
uh, with a star-studded panel and a special guest is going to be there. So, artists, you might want to get with him about that. And that's going to be our third guest tonight. So, Muggs, you ready to set this thing off, homie? Yeah, let's do it, my man. Let's All do it. All right, let's get it. Again, that number to call in with your music energy questions is 347-934-0966. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at K100 underscore radio. Follow Mugs a Million at Mugs, M-U-G-S underscore a million. That's all one word. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into it. And we got, like I said, we got Jeff Black at 830, Ian Burke at 9, C. Wakely at 930. That's the schedule. That's the lineup. So if you're calling in to hear a specific person, we hope you hang around for the whole two hours. Because I'm pretty sure everybody's yeah. going to have some good information. I know everybody's going to have good information, so you might want to just listen to the whole thing. But, you know, I'm just letting you guys know who's going to be coming on uh, approximately at what time. So what you want to set it off with? Let's talk about what we're going to eat these first 30 minutes up with, Mugs. What's going on? Man, hey, my thing, man, I just want to, like I said, welcome all the artists, producers, songwriters that's tuning in. Welcome all to a new year, man. And uh, hopefully that they got their mindset prepared and ready to smoke up some of this game, man. You know, I just want to expand the mindset. You know, a man is as he think of, man. The Bible said that, you know what I mean? So that's, that's what everything we're doing, man. So what I'm here to kind of talk about today and the guests that we're bringing on, hopefully it'll open your eyes up to expanding your career and taking your career to that next level, man. You know, similar to... What, what people like you and, and myself did, man, with our careers, man. You know, I, I, I come from being a recording artist, um, dabbled in doing songwriting a little bit. And then, you know, God had bigger plans, man, and, and used my gift and my knowledge of the business and, and gave me a passion, man, to now to consult and actually just teach people the business, man. So I just want to encourage all my other artists out there and songwriters and producers, you know, to not be afraid to step outside of that box. And take your career to that next level, man. Try new things. You know, you, you might think you're the best rapper or songwriter in the business. And you really might be built to be a manager and, and break another artist into the game. You know what I'm saying? You wonder why it just ain't happened for you yet, man. Because, you know, that might not be what's meant to happen for you right now. Not saying it won't ever happen. Sometimes it might not ever happen. You take people like... um. Kawan Prather, man, KP, you know, was one of the original um, Dungeon Family crew members, man, was a rapper, you know what I'm saying? But then you fast forward his career, and you look up, and he the guy that brought T.I. to the table, to Atlantic, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, you just never know where your role in this industry really lies at, man, and what can be your breakthrough point. So, you know, just don't limit yourself to what you're doing today or what you was doing at the end of 2015, you know, expand your mindset, expand your resources and your networking outside of that comfort zone, man, and, and, you know, be willing to take your career to another level. Exactly. I think that's really important. And we've kind of run, we're kind of going to run the gamut here today uh, with the guests that we got because we got a promoter, uh, someone that's involved in publishing and TV, and we got someone that's involved really heavy with producers. So I think uh, by the time yeah. we leave, uh, get check out of here around about 10 o'clock or so, uh, everybody should have learned at least something. I know a lot of people already know things about the industry, and we don't, we don't propose to know everything. We're just going to try to give you guys real-life experiences of what did and didn't work. Um, I really want to make sure that I yeah. co-sign. I want to co-sign what you just said because this right here, this platform right here right now, if you're listening to this, no matter who you are, where you at, this was a second run for me. This was for K1's for radio for me 
uh, the person that created it. Again, I'm like him. I started out as an artist producer, and I still am an artist producer. I still love to create music. Yeah. I'm, I'm in my studio. We broadcasting from the studio right now with the booth right there. Was just working on songs and music day with somebody else. So I still actively do music, but this is something else that I decided to try my lane in, and it's really, really panned out to help me in all aspects of what I do. It's brought me a lot of relationships yeah. for people who, when it comes down to me doing music, that can actually help me get stuff done and actually help me monetize yeah. my craft monetize the music you know not just ride around yeah. smoking to my music you know what i'm saying actually help me make money off of it and I'm, a lot of the relationships came go. from this platform so uh, i want to reiterate what mugs just said that if you're doing hip-hop music r&b whatever genre you're doing right now if you're an artist don't you, a lot of people say just don't worry about nothing just be an artist I, I I understand that when you when it's time yeah, to be man. an artist, when it's time to be an artist, when it's time to go to work, when it's time to concentrate and focus on the project at hand, yes. But but never be afraid to uh, try other things and keep your hands in other things because you know those a lot of times yeah. the other stuff is what brings you the checks and an artist is pretty much gets you your face out there and makes you be famous. And but most rappers, if you noticed, most a lot of rappers in their lifetime got paid after the fact because they became famous as a rapper, on, but they got yeah. paid doing something else from Will Smith to LL Cool J to, 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 to Latifah to Ice Cube. They made their fortunes. They made their fame from being artists, but they made their yeah. money doing something else. Jamie Foxx, you know there what I'm saying? Go. A lot of people are artists that make money doing other things. I mean, and, you know? and, and even your artists are still artists right now, man. Your Jay-Z's and Diddy's, man, like they didn't become... Fortune 500, Forbes magazine rank type of artists off of just being artists. You know what I'm saying? Right. These guys was entrepreneurs. They had business mindset. They got in the industry and took advantage of the other opportunities, man. This is part, part of this industry, man. And that's all I'm saying is don't let yourself miss out on opportunities that come your way because you're stuck in the mindset of, no, I just make beats. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like just you know that that's that's the worst thing you can do in this industry, man. Exactly. So, so uh, before the people come, before people get on the line, uh, the people, the people that we're actually you know highlighting, three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. Press the number one on the keypad if you're on the phone line right now and you actually have a specific question you want to ask to one of these people. Hit the phone. Hit the number one on your phone line. Just press the number one on your keypad if you're actually on the phone line right now. And it's quite a few people calling in right now, so. I'm going to need you to press the number one on your keypad. And if you have a question that you want me to ask a specific person, I'll take it right now and we'll, and we'll try to post it to them uh, once we bring them on the air and uh, they start talking about whatever it is we discuss. Uh, we want to make sure we slide some of the actual questions and I want to make sure we have the questions loaded up. If they're good questions, we want to make sure yeah. we pose it to them. So press the number one on your keypad real quick. I'll take your questions real quick and we'll kind of do it that way and we'll line it up. So it's quite a few people on the phone lines. All right. So I'm going to need you guys to do it this way. Because there are a lot of people calling in on the phone line. So just press the number one on your keypad. If you're on your cell phone or whatever, just press the number one. It'll show me that you want to actually talk and that you're not just listening on the phone lines, uh, which is cool with me. We yeah. understand Yeah, we understand everybody don't have internet access. And if you don't have high-speed internet, you can just call in and listen to this on the phone lines. You know what I'm saying? And just sit your phone down and put it on speakerphone if you don't have uh, you know, unlimited data. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we that's why we do it this way yeah. too. You know, we want we want to just get the info out. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, yeah. I got a couple people that hit the number one. Let me take a couple calls real quick, mugs, and see what's going on real quick. On yeah, the phone yeah, man, I, I'm here to answer some questions too, man. So yeah, let's see what we got. Uh, let's go. Uh, Erico eight zero four three one seven. Welcome to K one Radio with the MICC. What's up? What's your question? Hey, what's good? My name is Mike Wynn. 
I'm calling from Richmond, Virginia. Okay, cool. And uh, my people here in Virginia, uh, we lying, we dying for lack of knowledge. You know, and, okay. and, and okay. if y'all are familiar with that term, you know, yeah. I, 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 I moved down here 10 years ago to pursue my music industry dreams. And then you have the situation we call, we call our area the DMV. And so people have this naive perception of what success is. So I've noticed that each one of your callers has talked about its success has different forms. But I was wondering if you guys can speak on um, the way music now is being heard. It's being channeled through the commercial radio and only 18 slots per month are being heard. Music videos, only so many slots are being heard. I think yeah. YouTube is just so crowded, nobody cares anymore. World stars yeah. is world star. You know, not everybody <laughs> got $3,500. Right. So I have a yeah. lot of clients. I do business management for labels and artists. And I have a lot of clients that don't have crazy budgets. Right. So yeah. um, is the game is the game so out of touch? This is like a rhetorical question. Is the game so out of touch for the independent that you got to have a certain amount of budget to succeed? Or you, you know what I mean? Do you, do you need a hundred k? Can you do it well, with a five k budget? <laughs> let me I, go ahead. Go I, ahead, Mux. Go ahead, Mux. I, I think what it is, man. People have to get a focus of what and a reality of what it is they want out of this industry, man. You know, the big budgets, I think more so are for people with their perception of wanting to become celebrities and wanting to become famous. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because stuff like K100 Radio, you know, you got these online radio platforms out here that probably would get you a way bigger buzz for a fraction of the cost that it would take for you to drop some money on Greg Street and he play your record one time. You see what I'm saying? Huh. Yep, so yep, yep. It, it's like I think it's the whole avenue of what people the expectations of artists these days you know right. they want to become a young Jeezy and people like that overnight when not realizing you know that it didn't happen for them overnight and then also right. independence man we in the best position we could ever be in nowadays you know what I'm saying like it don't take a lot of money you know like you know some of those resources you name like a YouTube that's, it's free. It don't cost you any money to upload a video on YouTube. It don't cost right. you any money to, you know, network and get your music sent out to a lot of these blog sites. And like I said, again, internet radio, man. Um, the biggest suggestion and, and advice I can kind of give you right now is having artists, your, your, your clients or whatnot, study other independent artists, man. Go okay. back and look at your Mac Miller's. Go back and look at um, your Rory's and people like that, that they just now kind of signing label deals, but they've been getting money way before that. You see what I'm saying? On the independent level. You know what I'm right. saying? Like getting real money, so money, you know, they getting radio spins. And I think it's all about, at the end of the day, when you understand where money is being made and generated from in the business, like sound exchange. Sound exchange is about to become your best friend in this music industry if you plan on getting paid. Because what sound exchange does is they monetize and they pay out the royalties that come in from all of these digital radio stations and streaming sites. You know, your Pandora's and Spotify's like, 
BMI, ASCAP, CSEC, they keep up with that kind of stuff, but not to the extent that Sound Exchange does. And you don't have to have a record deal or a budget to be with Sound Exchange. Sound Exchange is free. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just about knowing, you know, like I said, how this business actually works. Spending your money smartly. In other words, spending your money smartly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and the biggest thing, man, is pay for the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? You can't afford (laughs) to go to school to learn it. Like, this is being honest. You know, it's like, it's a shameless plug to myself. They do consult and work like that, but it's like at the same time, that's really like the honest advice that I could give a person, though. Because at the end of the day, you know, and, and what I try to do differently from other consultants or consultant-based companies that's out there, I'm going to teach you how to do it for yourself kind of scenario. You see what I'm saying? And so that's okay. what you want to do, man, is either get you somebody that, you know, like I said, that can show you the way. You know, you might have to invest a little money. Like, a lot of times, promoters that, you know, like you got artists that pay to go do open mics and open up for other artists or whatnot. They might drop a couple stacks, you know, just to be an opening act for Kevin Gates. But then you ain't willing to give me $50 an hour to teach you how to get paid off of that same song. You see what I'm saying? And so it's like we, we, we have to fix our mindset to what's really important, though. Like, do I want to invest a little money into myself right now to educate myself on how to make all the money I'm supposed to make in the business? Or do I want to just keep dishing money out for these right now overnight opportunities that ain't going to last long? Right. Let me get, right. to, let me get ready to take the thank, next. Thank you so much, man. Let me get ready to take the next oh, call. Oh, yeah, no problem. All right, I'm going to tell you, I would say one thing. I would add one thing uh, that I've noticed a trend, and I think a lot of artists uh, need to hear this part. Uh, it's very important for you to get fans it's not so much as important as an independent artist in this era uh, for you to have music industry people know who you are. Because if you get fans, they're yeah. gonna know. They're gonna. They have no yeah. choice but to find out who you are. A lot of artists I see right now that I know personally who broke had fans on the ground. Went out. They're personal yeah. people. They went out. They did shows. They shook hands. They it, it, they were really interactive on social media. They, they were kind of popular in their hoods or whatever, whatever. But they had actual fans who fucked with them the long yeah. way. And then the music people had to bow down and say, why do all these people yeah. like this person? Instead of doing it, the, uh, the, 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 the traditional way was go to the go to the big boys and then they'll make the people know who you are. Whereas now you can actually make people know who you are without them. So I tell people yeah. all the time, well, if you're an artist, your main thing needs to be is gathering fans, not trying to be on the, on the good side of people like me or yeah. anybody else you know we of course we're here to help but at the same time i'm not more i'm not as important as you having fans you feel me because your fans yeah. if they really fuck yeah. with you like that they're gonna take you a lot further because i can play your song but i've got a whole bunch of other songs i got to play so it can't play 24 7 you know we can highlight you and do certain <laughs> things but at the end of the day your fans your diehard fans gonna share your song if they're your fans they're gonna share your music every other day they will tell their friends about it when they ride in the car they go they're gonna share it on twitter you know what i mean so Fans, 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 get a million free downloads off of live mixtapes. You right. see what I'm saying? 
And that's the mindset we have to start having, man. Numbers don't lie. But like you said, building a true fan base, it might not, 5,000 fans might not seem like a lot. But if you're able to sell merchandise, sell music, sell that's products, sell services to those 5,000 people, that's guaranteed money that they can count on that you're able to make them as a label. Bruh, if you got 5,000 fans... If you got five thousand fans, you good. A half a million free downloads on that pill. That don't. That's not generating me any money, though. That's not guaranteeing me a a, a return on my investment. Right. But if you got five thousand fans, real. Do- if you're an artist and you can literally make five thousand people click a link, come on now. Push a button. Come on now. Get, get a download. Come on now. You 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 the motherfucker. You you the man. You go. You yeah, are winning yeah, yeah. the game. If you you're can right. get five thousand people. To click a link, I'm, yeah. I'm not talking about paid followers. I'm talking about five thousand real yeah. people. Click real a link, people, share, man. man. Yeah. Come on, man. They they they're gonna come out at you in a minute. All right, stand by. Let me get to the next question. I mean, it, Let me get to the yes, next sir. question. Thank, thank you, fellas. Thank All right, you. and people, like oh, you yeah, said, you too, my man. yeah, people people want to go platinum. People want to have a million fans, but if you can have you, I I don't even think it's a lot of people that have ever been in a stadium or something or some kind of setting with 5,000 people in there. If you can yeah, get 5, that... Yeah, 5,000 people is a lot of people, a lot of dog. People. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, you know a, what I'm that's saying? a good pool, man. That's a good right. pool. You can bring out 5,000 people, yeah. man. You all right. Yeah, I mean, it's not... It's, you, know, you ain't filling up the Georgia Dome, but at the same time, if you've seen 5,000... The average club, packed out club, hood club, can't hold no more than 500. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? That's the average tough. venue can't hold but 500... You know what I'm saying? You put 5,000 people to work and they actually fuck with you, you can't lose, man. Build your fan base up. If you get 5,000 fans, there's no way no one can stop you because 5,000 will quickly turn into 25,000 if you just do it right. Let me take this next call. Yeah. 678-619. Welcome to the MIWC, the Music Industry Conference call on K100 Radio. What's popping? 678-619. Hello? Area code 678. Yo, Carla, you got the mic. What's going on? You on here? I guess not. They pressed the number one, but it sounded like, sound like they calling or trying to, well, I don't know. It sounded like they calling somebody else on another line. <laughs> I hear a phone yeah. ringing. I, I don't know what's up with that. But again, press the number one. Uh, press the number one on the keypad if you got a question. I see a lot of people on the phone line. So uh, if you don't press the number one, I'll just assume that you guys are just calling in to listen on the line. All right, and we'll get ready. We got Jeff Black coming up in like eight minutes anyway. Uh, but I got it. There's, yes, there's, there's the discussion. There's a discussion that. Um, hold on a second. I think they pressed the number one again real quick. Hold on. Oh, no, they hung up. All right. They dropped. The call dropped. I was trying to see. I was trying to get that call. I didn't want to make sure I didn't want to leave him. Uh, hold on. We got another one, Mugs. Hold on real quick. Uh, 941. Right. Erico 941-237. What up? Welcome to K1 Radio Music Industry Conference Call. What's going on? Hey, hey, how you doing? This is Dee Rivera. Um, I'm really, uh, first I want to say thank you for doing this. Oh, you're welcome. All right, no problem. Thank yeah. you for tuning in. Yep. Oh, no problem, no problem. Well, I manage and co-own a business with a hip-hop artist, and we're getting ready to drop a new song and video. What are some suggestions to obtain a large audience? Um, ah, that's a broad question. Uh, I mean, it just kind of boils down to, I guess, the target audience that you're going for, too. You know, I don't know the, 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 the kind of music that your artist makes. Um, I mean, kind of like we was just touching on, man. Like, I'm telling y'all, man, the new strategy, man, quote me now, man, is online radio, man. Online radio. 
if you really peep it out, more and more online radio stations are starting to get the blanket license with your PROs and they're able to pay out royalties here. You know, the monetizing for the digital radio world is beginning to become more and more relevant with people like Sound Exchange. The PROs are getting up on it. Um, and for independent artists, man, I just believe that that's going to be our way, our lane, man. It's making best friends with these online radio stations. Um, far as with video and stuff-wise, again, I, and I'm just a business-minded kind of person, um, I mean, you got YouTube. I mean, you could run social media ads. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it just depends on I don't really know what, what market y'all in right now. Well, he's a hip-hop artist, so he does rap, and then, you know, he also sings as well. So, no, but I'm saying, like, what market are y'all located in? Like, where is he, his main, where's his fan base mainly located at right now that you know of? Born and raised Sarasota, Florida. So we're in Florida. Okay, y'all Probably in Florida. Probably about an hour from, yeah, about an hour from Tampa. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, a strategy that I would probably give you for an artist is pushing a video. Uh, I mean, because my thing is, before even pushing a video, what I try to tell people, too, I wouldn't even go into production with a video until the record itself has some type of following already for it. Uh, but if you already have shot the video, that's still not a bad thing. So I already had a video in place and ready to go. Um, but right now, you just need to work, uh, work the record. Because mm -hmm. nowadays... That's the first thing people do when they hear a record that they kind of take a liking for, whether it be via a DJ's mixtape or a mix show or however they might hear it for the first time. Nine times out of ten, their next move is to go on YouTube and try to find a video for it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So they can look it up. So I just think just hitting the ground, kind of getting them some live shows, if possible. Uh, live mm -hmm. shows is always a good guaranteed way to build a true fan base. Because it's nothing like them seeing you in action and you being able to actually shake their hands. You know, you can post um, flyers and links on the Internet all day long, but that doesn't give that engagement that truly builds a relationship with the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, I'm there noticing. And, I'm sorry. Yeah, because I'm noticing a lot of people are posting, you know, videos and songs on social media, and it, you kind of get lost in all the yeah, videos. Yeah, and, 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 and that's the, the thing. And that's mm -hmm. the thing. Like, everybody's doing that. You see what I'm saying? So kind of like we was just touching on before you mm -hmm. called in, you got to get more personable with the people, though. You got to get okay. personal with them, you know, and you have to dig deep into yourself, you know, to have your artist. He has to actually find out. Okay, I'm creating music for what kind of people? And connect with those people. You see what I'm saying? Like, a Kendrick Lamar isn't going into the studio to make the album he's making and hoping that Trap Kiss is going to like it because that's not who he's going after. You see what I'm saying? He knows exactly what type of fan that he wants for his music, and he, he's in tune to what kind of lifestyle they live and what kind of message they want to hear. And so the sooner your artist and yourself can find out that, you know, what type of, what, what story is he trying to tell? And who are the people that can relate to his story? I think it's and really that's what you have to do. I think it's really important what you just said. I want to make sure I chime in and reiterate. Uh, artists have a bad habit, and I think I did it a lot when I really started music, have a bad habit of putting 
their music out there but not putting their self out there the person and a lot of times uh-huh. a lot yeah. of times people people really like the person and they and they correlate the person with the music you feel me sometimes people can actually like yeah. a person and don't even like their music but they fuck with the person so much that they actually go to a show uh-huh. or click a link because you know what i'm saying they just like that person's personality i i tell you this your, yeah. qu- your, your question was how do we how do we uh, get anticipation and drop anticipation for the for the release how do we do numbers for the release well, the thing to do is is to make people already be fucking with you before the music even drop. You know what I'm saying? There you, go. you know, get get it, build there a relationship, go. go out here and do things That's that it. have nothing to do necessarily with music that will bring attention to your artist. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just every time you every time they hear from you, it's every time they see you, it's a link. Every time you post, it's a link. Every time it's you got to do something else to make people like you. As an artist, as a go. producer, because like uh, the homie Kel Buchanan from uh, Making a Magazine, he said something at one of his last events, and he said, "If Metro Boomin comes and he go and he does a track, and then you get some guy of SoundClick who who has a beat, it's just as dope. If you don't know who, if you don't know who, which 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 beat is Metro Boomin or which beat is the guy that's on SoundClick, and you just hear him." There's no difference. There's only so many keys. There's only so many ways you can drum, change the drum pattern or whatever. But people are not paying yeah. for the actual beat. They're paying because Metro Boomin did it's the beat. Metro Boomin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he go. himself is go. the brand. You artists and everybody else, even you managers, have to get your artists to or get your label to the point where you're recognizable beyond the music. Because if they already fucking with you, the person and the brand, and they like you, K100 Radio. There you go. K100 Radio was already a brand. From me talking shit on social media, you know what I'm saying. Before yeah. I even started K100 Radio, I was a, I was I talked a lot of shit on social media, and I kept talking controversial shit on social media to the point where people would like my statuses and share them. So when I say, "Hey, guess what? I'm gonna do a talk radio show," people was like, "Oh, I can't wait because I love your fucking Facebook post because you go in, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And so that's yeah. how that's yeah, what they were and, ready. and and mm-hmm. all of that shit there is what all of that became this. You know what I'm saying? All of that, all of that, but it was, it was, it was methodical. People thought it was reckless, but it was methodical. I was methodical with what I was doing. I knew exactly what I was doing. It was the setup. It was the anticipation to let them know I'm gonna do something in a minute, and before I even do it, you're gonna already be fucking with me. Artists have to understand and learn. There you that. go. The artists have to understand and learn that you got to get the people rocking with you already. So when you drop the music, they was already rating on that shit. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, man. You, uh, no you guys problem. really gave me a lot of information. I really appreciate it. All right, hey, make make sure you follow me on IG and um and on, on Twitter at mugs underscore a million. So, so we can will. stay in touch. Yeah, mugs underscore a million. Let's stay in touch. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye you for now. calling. Stand by. Uh, great call. Great great question. I think we uh, I think we covered that one pretty good, Mugs. What you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, good take came on that one, boy. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Uh, seems like I we're think gonna get, we're gonna get we're gonna learn, y'all, today. We're gonna <laughs> learn something. <laughs> we're gonna learn them something, right? All right. Uh, it is now eight thirty. Shots fired. All right. Uh, so that means our first guest is on deck, and I see we got him on the line right now. Jeff Black with Dynamic Producers is on the line. Y'all give him a round of applause and a welcome. What's happening? What's happening with you, bro? My man, what's going on, Jeff? Hey, blessed to be on here. Hearing y'all dropping that science is always on cable one hundred. 
I'm appreciative for the brothers having me on. You know, we always out in the streets, so you know this is this is just like me being on with my brothers and everybody else being invited to listen in. So you know, I understand what's getting ready to go down on this call. Absolutely, yes, sir. Go ahead and do him a favor real quick and run it down for him, Jeff. Tell him who you are, who you bees with, what's going on with you. Tell him who you are. Introduce yourself to the broadcast, and we'll take it from there. Go ahead. Um, my name is Jeff Black Tracks Blackwell. Um, the senior advisor for Dynamic Producer here in Atlanta. Um, I work with producer, songwriter, artist on the business and branding. And we also run a monthly event here in Atlanta called Beat Royale um, for producer, songwriter, artist, and network. Crazy battles, crazy showcases. I'm execs. Um, crazy um, events we do across the country where we do our Dynamicon conferences, where we do panel discussions, bring in the industry, um, having where you can network and build. You know, that's one of the main things that we do, you know, working with producers, songwriters, artists on their business and branding, and also have, you know, submission and placement opportunities for different, you know, TV, films, video games, you know, and artist um, opportunities. Take it away, Mux. Yes. Yes, sir. So, and that's kind of, you know, where I wanted to bring you on the line at, man. I've had the pleasure of, you know, getting to come out to some of those B-Royals, man, special guest judge and... You know, just coming through networking with a lot of good producers, man. It's here in the city of the ATL. Even some is coming out of town, man. And so what I kind of want to bring you on the line and talk to you about is on behalf of the up-and-coming producer, songwriter, man, and, and even the artist, the, the importance of going down that avenue of placements man as far as the tv and film side of it though like what do you mm. what, what can you say to people as far as the benefit over going the, the film and tv placement route opposed to hoping that uh, artists you know takes on one of their records or one of their tracks man okay well we'll look at it from the, from the business standpoint of view the tv and the film is the new music industry let's just keep it real there you go there you go. The TV and the film is where the money's at. Now, right now, we're in January. Right now, we're in what we would call first quarter. So in the music industry, you know, you got quarters, and it goes just like the seasons, you know, of the year. You know, you have your spring, your winter, your fall, you know, things like that. When it comes to licensing, there is no quarters. It never stops. There you go. There you it's go. It's always going. Every day of every minute of every second of every year, there's a commercial somewhere, sometime, sometime going on somewhere. And there's lots yeah. of money to be made in that. Um, I mean, let's just get real. There's cats that are making crazy money on just doing trailers. And like, you, you know, producers, you know, talking about they want to sell beats and sell licensing or sell, sell their tracks, you know, online. There's cats I know that are making like maybe anywhere between five to ten grand for a three, maybe even a minute trailer that won't even be in the movie. Yeah. I was talking with a friend of mine when we down in L.A., um, works for a company called Trailer Park, and we were talking about the, um, the movie Suicide Squad, and he was breaking down the guy who scored that, and I, and I counted. That movie was only, like, that's, that trailer was only, like, what, maybe, like, a minute and a half, and dude got paid over 10000 to do that. That's crazy. Song, which was, like, a reworking of the Bee Gees, I told her a joke, but he turned it into a creepy, real, orchestral type of thing, Ten grand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You do three or four of those, that's more than what most folks are making on their day jobs. You know, you throughout go. the year. For only maybe, even not even a half a month's work for maybe only a minute long, and you've gotten paid yeah. twice what somebody could make? Come on, that's crazy. 
Yeah, man. So exactly. licensing is, is definitely the way to go. The thing about the licensing, though, is, is it's not pretty. Yeah. That's where everybody goes wrong. You know, like with the music business, it's about, a lot of times it's about the fame and not about the money. Mm, so licensing is more, if, you, if you're if you the licensing, you, you're probably going from the point of view of, okay, I want to make sure my kids go to college. If you're just doing there it from just the music industry part of it, you may be looking at it, you know, from the point of view, am I going to be in the magazine? Are we popping bottles? Is everybody <laughs> seeing me on Instagram? You know what I'm saying? Is everybody seeing me? Right. Yeah, it's all about yeah. the look, not as much about the money. Let me ask you this question. You let, me, let me ask you this question, Jeff Black. And I want to say this, and I want to say it because I know there, there are independent artists listening, there are people listening. And so mm-hmm. with hip-hop, you know, there is unfairly, and I really, really loathe this about the genre, but it is what it is. This is how it became about, and this is what makes it unique. But with hip-hop, there is an, a tie, a tie to your real life and what you're doing that can that, that, that tends to translate into buzz and sales. Like the problem, the problem with hip hop, I guess you could say it's a problem, or maybe people can just say that's just the way it is in the game. That people want to see you doing those kind of things as an artist before they actually go out and purchase the music. Now, what you just said to me is really key because being a hip hop artist, when, when, when hip hop artists are kids and they're looking up to Jada Kiss or they're looking up to Rich Homie or whatever. And that's their inspiration. Their 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 introduction to them are on these stages, are on these screens, are on online, are on these videos, and on these radio stations. So that's their inspiration. So it, it, it gives them a natural a natural course to want to take that same road travel because they're looking. The inspiration came from that medium. You know what I'm saying? So how do you how do you get an artist? Who, who looks and says, my inspiration was T.I. And the first time I ever saw T.I., it wasn't in no movie. It was in the radio. It was in the club. It was in the hood. It was in the trap or whatever. How do you get that and, 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 and get a young artist that says, well, that's my inspiration. That's what I'm trying to be like. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they saw. And that's what they were introduced to them at. And then say, no, scratch that. Okay. Scratch that. This is what you really need to focus on. This obscure part that nobody even knows you actually really did it. But this is what you should be doing. I think that's the struggle I learned and I see with a lot of hip hop artists because inherently hip hop is tied to streets and the fame and the drama and the lore of it all. And sadly, that's what that's that's how people get their inspiration and that's what they feel like they gotta go out and do. Telling them telling you're you're absolutely right, but telling that to some of these guys is really difficult. Not to mention a lot of them aren't even business business savvy enough to even have the stuff together to even pursue scoring a movie or even get in with the movie studios you no know, they these guys don't even they barely even have radio versions of their single let alone you know that <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it, I, i'm just i, I want to keep everything 100 on the on the, on the on the conference call because i know there are a lot of people listening who are lost and i want to i want to i want to ask you how would you guide them besides just listening to now, us it's, it's interesting it's interesting you say that because the question he was asking me you know was about you know the direction you know as far as music but one of the things about what you just said, and it's, it's interesting, this, the way things are now versus the way they were when a lot of us were coming up at a different age in the group, um, you can do everything at the same time. See, what I'm saying is that licensing is the, is the way to go, but I'm not saying not to be an artist or not be a performer. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you've got to do it all at the same time. Now, let's get a good example. There's uh, an artist that's also an entrepreneur that's also a mogul 
that right now doesn't have to do any more performing if they don't want to just because of a deal that they did years ago on water. Right. Think about 50 Cent. 50 Cent did a deal on water. Everybody's talking about liquor. This dude went on so water. Yeah, that's real song. You know what I mean? So he named a water after him. He said, look, okay, this bottle of Perignon is 2 $3. This bottle of... um." Ice Mountain is a dollar something. Well, shoot, I can get paid off of water and make the same kind of money that I would make some liquor. You know what I'm saying? So that was a genius move. So the thing that I'm saying with the life thing is you got to look at yourself as a brand because that's what I help people on is understanding who your brand is and understanding where to make it. So if you're looking at a, a rich Tony Kwan, if you're looking at any of these artists that are out there and you are an artist, you have to look at yourself as more than just that single. You have to look at yourself as, am I trying to be a legend, and how am I going to do it? What are the different avenues that I can get myself into? Okay, yeah, there's film over here. There's TV over here. There's video games over here. There's my artistry over here. Am I good enough? Do I have a show? Do I have a following? I heard you guys say before, somebody got 5,000 people coming to the, um, coming out. You know, that's a crazy following. I asked how many artists, you know, do you have 50 to 60 people that will follow you at every show you go to? That's your core team. Yeah. That's the first thing that I start with somebody on. Like, right. if you got five people, let me start with your five right now. How, you got five people that are coming to you at every show. Okay, your open mic is this Friday. Okay, if you went to that open mic, next Thursday you got another show. Will those same five people come with you? Okay, if those same yeah. five people are going to come with you, as those same five people, can you bring one person with you? So now when you come to that show, you got 10 people. So after, after you do rock that show, your next show is going to be the following Friday, okay? The same people going to come with you, talk to them, same to them people and say, hey, can each one of you bring one person? So now you went from 10 people to 20 people. Let's do that for 90 days. You should have anywhere between 50 to 60 people that roll with you hard for wherever you're going just as your brand. Right. So yeah. most artists don't want to work that hard to make that happen. Yeah, I was, I was going to say <laughs> All right, that's that, that, that right there is the million-dollar statement, man. Yeah. Most artists don't want to work their hard to make it happen, man. That, that's the realest of it all. Or, or I would say... I mean, or, right, right now, think, think about it. When we were coming up, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm not throwing my age out there, but I was throwing my age out there. I've been around for a minute. I was around with the real reels, and I was really salty when the ADAC came out. <laughs> 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 but I would say that, you know, I sound young, but I've been around for a minute. <laughs> One of the things that's funny about it is when you look at it, you got all these things that we did get, we went crazy over. When we were coming up, we'd have been crazy to have the ability to have a film, to have your music, to be able to have a studio, and to be having all that stuff at home. And you can do that now right off of a laptop. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. You can do, you can do your own film, your own pictures, your own marketing, your own everything. Now, you got all these tools, and most people are still too lazy to, to use them. So we always say old school rules with new school tools. So we got to do the same things we were doing back in the days. Now, got to be still on the streets. Everything can't be online. A lot of stuff, you got to be out here in the streets. You got to be networking and building. That's how I met you, brothers. Exactly. And that's why sure. we're all been cool. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We always see each other like, yo, man, let's build, let's build, let's build, let's build. Here we are on the phone. Every time I would see, I hadn't seen mugs for a year. I was shopping. And ran into mugs while he yeah. was coming out of movies. And yeah, we ain't stopped, and we ain't been stopped rocking since. Yeah, All because yeah. I sat on the front seat at one of his panels. And he yeah. never forgot that. Never, never, baby. Grinding, man. See, that's another thing that people understand. 
when these when these companies these grinders people want to get your name out that you want to build, I'm a student of the business. I go to everybody's event and I don't sit in the back. I sit in the front seat. If I go to an event, no, I not only do I pay to come in, I ask them, do you need me to help move chairs? You need me to do something? No matter how how much name I may have in the game, I'm not too proud to help out at anybody's event. Anybody will tell you that. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff right there. The relationships, the relationship, I, I think I would be remiss to, to, to let you say that. And not bring up just how important relationships are in the, in the industry. I think a lot of I, I met I met some artists not too long ago, and he told me out of his mouth he said, "But uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm trying to get my my ground on or whatever, man." So I try I, I try to give him some advice, and I said, "You know, you got to go up and meet people and greet people." Level. He was like, "Well, I'm not really a people person." <laughs> that's what he said to me. He said man, he, he said he's not really a people person, and I said, "You gonna have a tough road, homie." You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. People, you know yeah. what? You yeah. know, it's funny. <laughs> I work with a lot of people, and you have to understand. Because technology has changed things, let's, let's go back. When we were coming up, a lot of the, the equipment you used, or just to do production and songwriting, you had to take that and go to a studio. Right. And hook yeah. it up. And everybody had to come in to work together. That's why it was more organic. That's why you saw more writers and things. But as technology got better, you can cut out the keyboard player, cut out the bass player, cut out the drummer, and you can do everything yourself. And now that's why it's so hard for songwriters and producers to know how to work together because technology made everybody introverted. So when you say somebody's being sitting out a people person, I tell everybody, you have to kind of look at yourself at networking. So when it comes to networking, I always say that Bruce Wayne is an introvert, Batman is an outrovert. So, if you're going to go out here in the streets and you're trying to get your name out there, you got to put on your Bruce Wayne, your, your Batman outfit, and you got to go out there and go fight for your dreams. Right. You can be intro, you can be an introvert, but you can't be introverted if you want to have success. Good point. Yeah. Good point. I want to... I want to make sure that we get. I want to make sure that we focus on because we're about halfway through uh, talking with you. So I want to make sure that we focus on Beat Royale and, and the production, the, the actual. I want to talk to the yeah. producers because we always talking to the artists and rappers a lot, and, and a lot of this, a lot of this stuff yeah. goes both ways. But we want to make sure we talk to the producers. Now you do a beat battle, and I've been to how many Beat Royales? I've been to about four of them. I don't. I don't get a chance to go with all of okay. them. But I've been to like four of the Beat Royale, and I love them. I fucking love them, man. And if you've never been to one, if you don't know what it is. Hopefully one day K1's radio can broadcast one so you can hear this shit go down. You know what I'm saying? We got to dig. We gonna make that happen. We 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 we, we passed we passed that should have been happened, but we'll we'll work that out, Jeff. But listen, if if, if you haven't if, if you no seriously if you haven't if you haven't been to because I'm gonna tell you something, man. A lot of people don't have access to beat battles. I mean, everybody don't live in Atlanta. People, I got people from I got people from the area code 206 214 914 857 614 856 615 on the line. It's like people, everybody don't have venues that are doing beat battles and stuff like that. So they've never even really seen one go down in person. So the producers, I this I want to talk to you about that to the producers. I I've, I've come to the, a couple of beat royales. And I want you to give a little bit of advice to some of the producers when they're entering beat battles, per se, because I know that's what you do. That's one of your main... I know you do more than that, but that's one of your main things. It's one of the things I really like that you do, the Beat Royale. It's always dope. It's always packed. It's always got some dope producers. But give these producers some key some, some key points when you're going into a beat battle. Because I'm going to tell you this. I've seen a couple of producers lose at Beat Royale, not because the other guy had a better beat, 
but the other guy had a better mixed beat. Like his 808 and his and his claps was just snapping a little bit better than the other guys. Mm. And so it came it came through clearly, and you felt that beat more. So the crowd started bobbing their head. So tell me, give me a couple pointers real quick that you can tell a couple of guys, producers that may be entering a beat oh, battle. Man, it's, it's you know. funny you say that because yeah. there's a there's a couple things. Like when it comes to battles, you definitely need to. One, if you can't go to the event, probably the month prior that you're trying to get in, so you can kind of look, see the format, hear the music, see the sound system, study. You know what I'm saying? A battle is is just like boxing. You know what I mean? You got to study the opponents. You know what I'm saying? Uh You got to know what you're up against. Because you may go in there and think, I'm going to smash on these cats. Because one of the problems I had when I was coming in battles is I thought that I was just going to go in there and smash your cats. I thought I was cold. And I didn't get in one of my battles when my partner got in and got lit up. <laughs> and I said, I'm not going to ever have it happen. But you got to lose a lot of battles sometimes in order to get good at battles. you got to lose. You can't just come in and think you're just going to win when not studying. Mix is definitely a key. But one of the things I think a lot of producers mess up on is not understanding that you are the brand. So what I mean by that again, when you play your music, some people say, I just let the music speak for itself. You can't. When you're on that stage, you're conducting like a DJ. So you got to make people understand when your breaks are coming, when your changes are coming, the people got to feel it. You just can't be up in there just shaking your head to your music. They got to see you up there conducting like you, John Williams. We got a guy, (laughs) a good friend of mine by the name of I Am Bronx. I remember when Iron Bronx first started out, and his music was cool, but his stage presence wasn't that good. And we have a book that we sell on our um, on our Beat Royale website um, called Beat Battle King, which gives tips on how to produce, how to understand um, battles. You know what things to look for, what things not to look for, how to to adjust your tracks. And Brahms came back the following month and made it to the final round. He didn't win, but he made it to the final round. Over the last two years, I saw this, I seen this dude, literally, he's on the verge of getting ready to smash in somebody's battle because his presence, his show, like when he comes on stage, people lose their mind because they know they're going to get a show with him along with his music being good. Yeah. Another thing true. that a lot of cats try to do is when they come to a battle, Come to a battle like as if you get ready to go to war. Like when I come on that stage, I'm cool with you. But when we get on that stage, it's Tyson and Holyfield. I'm avenging my brother's death. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I'm about to put you to sleep. Like, dude, if you ain't coming in here to win, get off the stage. I'm coming yeah. here to win. I'm coming, and I'm, I'm going to have so many changes, so many breakdowns. I'm going to have insults. Look, please, I'm going to know everybody in the battle. I'm going to find out if you lost your job, if your tire got flat, if your woman left you. I'm putting all that in the beat against you, and I'm going to have it be ready. Because <laughs> I'm a battle. I'm from Ohio. We battle like, like eight miles. You know what I'm saying? We, we, like, we battle on that kind of level. It's like, I ain't saying disrespectful, but it's disrespectful. But we just battle that way. It's kind of a technique. But one of the things you do is never save your last, your best beat for last. Because you yeah. don't know if you're going to make it to the next round. Yes. So my thing is, you got to treat it like you got to treat it like you're playing poker. you got to throw out the hardest two beats you got. You should come with a whole deck full of beats, but your two hottest beats got to be so cold that it makes everybody in the room get nervous. That from that point on, when they get on the stage with you, that they psyching themselves out and they playing the wrong beat because they thinking that you're going to play something like what you played the first couple of rounds. <laughs> 
Good tactic. That's I like real it. Talk. Chef gag. I like real it. Talk. I like it. I mean, I, I, I think and, and another thing I do, I, I will go first. I'll go first in the battle. Just because I want to, because everybody thinks if you go last, you're going to win. This is like basketball. I'm going to make you play my game. I'm going to go first. And I'm going to do something so cold. And now i got everybody screaming. I'm going to look at you crazy. <laughs> it's an intimidation factor. That's what the battle is. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, right. right. Now that we get off the stage, we cool in the fan. But on that stage, boy, you better go for yours because I'm definitely trying to get that title. Right, right. I, I, that's that's a, it. Was really important that I got. I, I just wanted to make sure that I talked to you about that because I know there are people listening, there are producers, and if you've never been to a beat battle, you need to make. Even if you're an artist, first of all, let me say this to independent artists. If you don't go, you yeah. should definitely go to beat battles because that's where you're going to find some of the dopest producers that you can network with where yeah. you might not have to pay $10,000 per track because they're on the grind too. Exactly. And they may respect They're on the grind, man. Yes. That's real talk. Yeah, they respect the fact I, that you're coming here. I to that, man. I came out of there, man. I went to a couple of those B Royales, man. And I'm talking about, I got about four or five decent. Like top notch go to producers in my back pocket now, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and these guys is one placement away from becoming Metro Booming. One placement away from becoming, you know, um, Mike Will made it, man. You know, these is, I mean, these is the hungry cats out here. So, like Blizz just said to y'all, man, artists and even my songwriters out there. You know, I know a lot of times songwriters sit around and they say, well, I need somebody with the beats, man, so I can write to their music. Well, this is where you need to be, man. You need to be at these beat battles, networking with these hungry producers. They got this super good talent, man, and y'all collaborate and come together and, and make something happen, man. Real talk. Now, it's funny. It's funny you say that because I don't know if you noticed that we always say that the whole night. Network. Yeah. You know, that's all yeah. that we ever talk about is network because your network is your net worth. We always say it don't matter who you know, but who knows you. Now, there there's you something go. I say that's funny that you brought up about the artist. And both of you have been to the battle, and you probably heard me say this a hundred times, and I will say this till they put me in the grave. When you have a battle, and this will say on, on the average, I got 16 producers in the battle. Now, let's just say I got an average of 16 artists in the room. Each one of those artists needs to hook up with one of those producers. There you go. The other 15 producers they need to get with. So let's just say they get a single with the first producer. That's 15 remixes of that one single uh. that they should have. Now, I just said 16 artists. Now, if you give me that plus each one of you got 15 remixes, you send it to me. I can start texting to my friends and say, cut the check. They ready. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. That's real talk. And Most cats don't even think of it from that point of view walking in the room. That's all we say. By the end of the night, let's all go somewhere and let's go make a mixtape and have it up on SoundCloud by morning. Everybody be like, oh, you're so funny. I'm like, y'all don't understand what I'm talking about. I'm talking be. about taking over. Right. It should yeah. be easy. It should be easy. I got Forget a, um, about waiting. This is the brand. Right. I got a call. I got somebody want to maybe want to ask you a question, Jeff Black. You want to take a call real quick? Let me let me see what's going on on the lines real quick. All right. Make it better work. Stand by. Uh, Eric Cole, 404-573. Welcome to K1's Radio, the music industry conference call. You got a question? What's popping? Hello? Yeah, what up? Hey, what's good, fam? It's DJ Standard. How you doing? Oh, DJ Standard, what's going what's on? Happening, man? What's happening? Hey, what's going on? I just wanted to salute K100. Wanted to thank y'all for all the knowledge that you're dropping tonight, man. Oh. Some good stuff going on out here. Absolutely, man. We're pushing That's what's up. That's what's up. 
Go ahead. Hey, no doubt, man. Like, I'm part of the new music program at 107.9, and, and I, I heard about your uh, your Battle Royale. I was wondering, when is the next one so I can come through and peep it? The next one is going to be February 19th. Um, I'm actually going to be posting more information up on the website, um, which will be on BeatRoyale.com. Also, you know, like I said, if it's over, I'm kind of going to the spill of Donald the producer because I didn't know if, if you know, if I got a chance to tell everybody. But like I said, because I, uh, um, you know, I work with Donald producer and the senior advisor, I also advise, like I said, producers on with the arts and business and branding. And anybody that's in this call, I'll give out my contact where they can reach me, and I'll be willing to give everybody that's listening on here a free 30-minute consultation to kind of talk about their business and brand. That's oh, what's wow. up. That's what's nice. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Hey, that's dope, man. All right. That's dope. I'm definitely going to be out there, man. I'm, I'm, I'm always looking for producers to work with, and a lot of these artists out here need to take advantage of the opportunities when these platforms are out there to, to expand their business and better their craft and work with better talent. So salute to y'all for the platform. Bless. Well, most definitely. Uh, like I said, when you when I, when I said the sound information, like I said, we can set the time to get on the horns, and then we can even talk about like some of the performance slots that we have as well. Because I have artists that perform, songwriters that um, showcase, producers that showcase before the battle. So there's a lot. So we, we try to do something that's different than just a battle. I want to have something where everybody can feel inspired. Like if you walk in that room, I want you to come in there, and even if there was, you know, a lot of times I hear people say, "Man, I can't write. I got writer's block." A lot of times, writer's block is when you've lost being inspired, where you need to go to the park, you need to go get some ice cream, you need to take your girl out to the movies, you need to go somewhere where you can get re-inspired. So I want people to come in there and say, man, that's what I'm talking about. I have more people coming to me at the end of that event talking about my mama, my grandma, my cousins came, and they loved it. Y'all made it feel like family. And that's what I always want to hear. Absolutely, I man. the first time Muggs came, Muggs came up on stage, because I invited Muggs. I said, man, don't worry about it. I got you. coming through. And I remember Muggs came on stage and said, bro, this is crazy. Man, that, shit was, I, that shit was live, dog. It was live, bro. It's like you said, just stepping in there, man, the atmosphere, man, it just do something to you, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Absolutely. So we definitely appreciate you calling in, my man, and uh, we look forward to seeing you at the next B-Royale then, my guy. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Like I said, it's a, you know, if there's any producers on here that want to learn more about um, Adam Producer, we have a, a free e-course. They can actually sign up for it by just uh, putting their email in at dynamicproducer.com. Um, anybody that would like to get that free consultation, they can actually hit me up in my... And that's telling everybody sending their contact direct to my email, which is really simple. It's really easy. And I do reply. So anybody that knows me, I'm a replyaholic. I ain't going to reply tonight because I'm actually doing somewhere else right now. But I will <laughs> reply in the morning to anybody that sends me an email. Just let y'all know. It's real simple. It's Jeff at DynamicProducer.com. Make sure you hit him up, man. Make sure you do that. And, and, and this time... And, and all I you got to do is just say that you heard me on K100 and I got you. Yes. And we can go ahead and talk about some things. Make sure you do that. Hey, look, you just got... Listen, tuning in right now, you just got a free consultation already. You're getting free game. You're getting free... It's all kind of free shit going on over here at K100 Radio. You know what I'm saying? Tonight. We just... Yeah, we just we know blessing. they like that free. They, they like love that this free. free shit. You know what That's I'm saying? That's $29, right? Yeah. That's a good price tag, too. Yeah, you know, and, I, and, and I'm going to try... Jeff, I'm going to get with you, and, uh, and hopefully we can work it out. Well, maybe... 
you know, we can extend the, extend it beyond the walls, and people can actually hear the beat battle go down live on K One's radio. We'll definitely give it you and talk to you about that because I've been trying to, you know, want to oh, do that. You know, we don't hear that often. So, like, like somebody who's never been to a battle, they can just listen and hear like what it sounds like when it's like two producers on stage going back and forth, and they really battling. And and I was really happy that you brought up. The fact that you, even though it's a beat battle, you still get on stage and sell your music, man. Because I be seeing cats. I ain't gonna lie, dog. I came to the one beat beat royale, and it was one dude up there, and I'm like, this dude looking like he just like he was he just lost his girlfriend, and he got put out of his house. He was just on stage all bummed out, and he had dope beats, but his body language just was just horrible. And I was like, he's not. Mm. And, and yeah, I remember that. I was it was that was that was one that was at uh the was that down uh 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 East Atlanta over there that you, basement. Is that it? The basement, yeah. If I yeah, the basement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one is that. I, that, I think it's the name of the venue. We, when you had it over there, that one, that, that a couple times, and I, and I saw the artist yeah. and he was doing it, and I was just like, "Damn, man, oh, you you actually literally distracted me from your beat right now." You know what I'm saying? Cause you looking like yeah. just totally bummed <laughs> out. Because I'm, I'm, y'all always be in the front at the beat battles. You know, I come to the front and watch, I be watching, and I be like, "I love them." You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't know, man. I think it was really important that you said to these producers out here that when you get on that stage, you got to actually perform and sell your beat to at a beat battle you know what i'm saying so producers don't forget that don't forget to have your stuff mixed and mastered properly man that'll take you a long way in a beat battle and beat battles are great places to network for the independent artists i want to make sure everybody leaves away with that one more time jeff black give out your contact information real quick yeah definitely um anybody can actually you know if you reach me on on all the social media on facebook um jeff black tracks blackwell on facebook Instagram, that's Jeff Black Tracks. Um, that's B-L-A-C, don't put the K-N, T-R-A-C-K-S on Instagram and Twitter. And the direct email is Jeff at DynamicProducer.com. Send me an email. I will definitely reply, you know, about, you know, that you were on K100, want to get the free consultation, and we can talk about a couple of things, or if you want to talk about Beat Royale, and, you know, even if you want to talk about maybe me trying to bring Beat Royale to your, your other city, because we're going to be going to some other cities this year as well, so we're going to be, um, if you got some people in New York, man, just letting you know we're going to be coming y'all way, we're going back out to L.A. again, um, some other areas been hitting me up. You know, so my boys in Nashville trying to get us. So I already told you about that, Muzz. We, we about to go up in Nashville. So it's uh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, taking it to the crib. Okay. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good year. That's what's up, man. 2016 is already loading up to be crazy. Shout out to the homie Jeff Black. Hit him up, man. You know, Beat Royale is going to be dope, man. And again, artists, make sure you go out there and network. Like he said, he's got performance opportunities to set the, to set the uh, battle off and everything, man. And he's a good dude. He's always out here in these streets, man. Salute to you, homie. <laughs> I appreciate it, sir. I appreciate it. All right. Next up. We got Ian Burke coming up on the line. Uh, let me see. I don't see uh I don't see his number on here. That number that you sent me. I'm uh Ian, if you're on if you are, I got so many people on the phone lines. I'm looking for his specific yeah. number. Uh press the number one on the keypad if you can, Ian. If you're on the line, just do that for me. If not, I think maybe he may be running a little late. Uh, but what? Yeah, uh, it might be. He might be running a little late, but uh, I'm looking for his number on the switchboard. Uh, so we'll get him up here, and we've got C Wakely coming up at 9:30. Uh, so make sure you guys don't go in. Sure. Where's my background music? Kind of. Where's my background music? Back yeah. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. But no, I think. Yeah, I man. Think look, he had a lot of and stuff. Everybody tuning in too, real quick, man. Just for y'all to know, man. Most a million is in the building, man. We got the mic is my platform. I do a music industry crash course. Uh, I do individual consultations. I'm also open uh, 
bring the consultation and the music industry crash course to you and your hometown. If you're out of town, tune in right now listening. So make sure y'all shoot me an email with any inquiries about more consultation opportunities as well. Shoot that on over to the mic info at gmail.com. That's the M-I-C-C info at gmail.com. The mic. Holla at your boy. I think I'm going to jump in the next beat battle. What you think? There you go. Handle <laughs> that. Yeah. Bring it back, man. It's about that time, man. They don't, they don't know you can do it like nah, that. Nah, you know they what don't. I, I, I told him. I told him. I said, man, I'm gonna jump in the next beat battle. Uh, I was talking to him the next time. He was like, and you know, Jeff didn't even know I produced, so he was like, ha, he was yeah, laughing. See? He was laughing. <laughs> he was laughing. So I was like, no, nah, for That's real. What's up? He was like, Nigga, you, you <laughs> he was like, you're a producer too. I was like, yeah, I was a producer before I started doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? He was like, oh, there nah, you get go. in it. I, I, I That's thought. What's up, man? I think my homie said Wines is jumping in his net one. He did the uh, actually said Wines did the track uh, for a song that we did that we released. Uh, by the way, artist, if you're looking for uh, an opportunity uh, to get some exposure, added exposure on K100 Radio in 2016, we're releasing our first compilation project. Uh, it's going to be chock full of dope independent artists that we work with. Of course, in order for you to make the project, you need to actually already kind of be uh, in rotation or already rocking with us. But we're going to be rocking with just a whole bunch of dope independent artists and producers that we know within our network. We're going to put a compilation album out. It's not going to be a mixtape. It's going to be a compilation album. Uh, that means we're going to be putting this thing on, Pan, you know, putting the songs on Pandora, uh, Spotify, uh, places like that, you know, iTunes iTunes, and stuff like that uh, up for sale and everything. Uh, we'll work all the details out and the business out so everybody gets their just dues. Uh, even if you just spit in the 16, you will get your writers and everything. But that's something that we're doing in, K, uh, in 2016 for k One's Radio. And said Wines, I said that because said Wines, said Wines is going to be, he told me he's going to be in the next Beat Royale. He said he plans on um, jumping okay. in that joint, and he did the he did the he did the track for the lead off single that I did to introduce that project that I kind of sort of released, but right. not really. I soft released it in December, but I'm doing a, a full a full melee of it in a little bit here, uh, you know, with a video and everything. But he did the track to it, and he's really dope. And that whole thing happened meeting that somebody that you know I met at a beat battle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? And he hadn't done That's Jeff Black's, up. but the, the the point is, I met him and ended up working with him and doing. And I met him at a beat battle. You know what I'm saying? So I just want artists to understand yeah, that you, you know, if you have beat battles and stuff like that going on in your city, make sure you attend them. Okay, we got Ian Burke. I see him getting ready. I see him on the line now. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into the next guest. You know, K100Radio.com. Follow us on Twitter at K100 underscore Radio. Same thing on IG. Follow Mugs a Million at Mugs, M-U-G-S underscore a million. Same thing, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Now, right now, we're getting ready to bring That's a right. real industry vet on the line. Somebody who's been doing this for a very long time with a very, very, very yes, deep, deep, extensive reach in the game. We've got Mr. Ian Burke on the line. Welcome to the broadcast, brother. How you doing? I'm good, good. How are you? Thank you, man. Well, this is this is the second time Ian Burke has actually been on K1's radio because I actually interviewed him at the uh, the Core 24. But this is like a more personable one-on-one one, and we're going to actually have some interaction with him this time. And we talked about a lot of stuff that time that I want to make sure we get back into. But go ahead and take it away, Mugs, real quick, and introduce Mr. Ian Burke for us. Go ahead. Man, what's going on, Ian? Good to have you on the line. Good, sir. Thank you for joining in, man, with the mic tonight. Doing all right? Absolutely. I'm good, yes, sir. Good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. So, you know, um, for any of y'all that might not know of the name Ian Burke, uh, if you 
for whatever reason, just so happened to woke up this morning and jumped in the music industry and don't know some of your history, man. Um, I know you don't really like doing it in here, but humbly, would you like to throw out a little rundown on some of what you do and what you've done in the music industry, man? Just a quick little briefing on yourself for the people. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, I ain't talking about myself, but um, yeah, <laughs> um, man, I, you know, I've been in it for thirty plus years. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I've been blessed to to work with a, a lot of the uh, superstars that have come out of Atlanta. You know, such as uh, Arrested Development, uh, TLC, Outkast, Goody Mob, Organized Noise. Uh, Akon, Bobby Valentino, um, wow, the list goes on and on and on, you know, I, yeah. I've done a little bit of everything in, in the biz, you know what I'm saying, I'm like a sponge, I absorb it all, you know, um, from working uh, A&R, uh, running the hip-hop department over at uh, Ichiban Rocket, uh, Ichiban Records, and um uh, working A and R over at Electric Records, and then uh, running ASCAP here, of uh, American Society of Authors, Publishers, and oh wow, the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers—that was bad uh, <laughs> uh, for like seven years, you know. And then running my own uh, management company, Greenhouse Management, and uh, my own consultancy company. You know, currently I'm uh, the vice president of Live Music for a new tech company um, out of Cumming, Georgia called U42. We're doing some sure. big things coming up here in 2016 and beyond. You know, remember that yes, name, sir. U42? It's gonna, 42. Uh, it's definitely going to, uh, we're definitely doing some, some big things, and we're really excited about it. Good deal. Good deal. So, yeah, man, so kind of piggybacking off of, you know, your rundown and history in this business, man. I heard you say something about, you know, being a sponge and kind of just soaking up different experiences and different roles in the industry, man. That's kind of why I want to jump this whole music industry conference call on tonight. Um, it's about branding yourself and not even just branding yourself, but expanding yourself. Um, and that's something I know that you're super familiar with as far as with even building brands and, and also, like I said, stepping outside of one lane in this industry, man, and, and taking it to another level and seeking those opportunities in different fields in the music industry, man. Um, what kind of, like, advice would you, like, give or tokens you could give away tonight, man, for that artist or songwriter that might be on the fence about, you know, stepping outside of being that particular role, man, and, you know, the, the, the upside to switching your lane every now and then, man, if you, if you need to. Well, I mean, you know, in today's um, entertainment business, you know, you have to be versatile. You know, you have to, you know, be able to jump into different lanes and uh, if you really want to make it in this industry now, you know, um, the money's not all, uh, all into the music right now. You know what I'm saying? You have to, uh, records aren't selling like they used to. You, you have a few, very few, you have like a handful of artists right now that are selling records. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when, when I was coming up, you know, back in the 90s, like when, when Atlanta was really hot, 
like, you know, to go gold, you know, that was like, it was like, ah, uh, yeah, I just went gold, you know, yeah, you know, we just go. We we were used to selling millions of records at yeah. Urban Acts, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, it was nothing to sell three, four, five million records, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, today, man, you know, they throwing parties. Oh, man, I went gold, I sold 500,000 copies. <laughs> you know, they throwing, they throwing parties off of that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um... You know, the real money nowadays is in publishing and, you know, uh, and some touring. You know, if you're if you're fortunate enough to, to be able to tour really hard, um, yeah. merchandising and things of that nature. So all in all, man, uh, the music business is suffering, you know, in terms of um, artists really making money uh, off of music alone. You know, they, that's why you see a lot of artists, you know, making their way into film and television you know what i'm saying uh yeah. and and making lucrative um uh, uh plays with that i know like even Nicki minaj now is uh shooting a pilot for abc family you know for a show so yeah. um you know you 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 have to be willing and able to uh switch lanes in order to to really make money uh in, in this game now or, you know, doing clothing sponsorship. You see more and more of your favorite favorite artists, you know, um, uh, hawking things on, on TV, whether it's Janelle Monet and a makeup line or Sonos Stereo System um, yeah. to clothing lines and perfumes, you know what I'm saying? Things of that, uh, things of that nature to, to you know, just, just building upon... Uh, the brands and and that's like my motto, you know. Now I don't work with artists; I work with brands now, because that those are the things that uh that's that's what's really making money nowadays. Is you know you have to be able to take your artists and and, and cross them over into different uh, areas in order to 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 make real money in this game now. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, and that right there. Well, especially for my managers out there that might be tuning in or, you know, my label personnel, people that's like brainstorming and helping to put the artist package together, man, and the marketing and all that, man. Like you said, it's about a brand, building a brand and being willing to expand and, and, and take their brand to the next level, man. Uh, you said another key part in there that I want to sneak in a question with you on publishing man i know you were um had a nice little tenure um and run over there at ascap for a while man running the ascap office here in atlanta um what's your take on on you know the the big thing for publishing and as far as with how independent artists can take advantage of of making money off of their on, on the publishing side of the business well you know they they have to you know uh, be on top of their game and, and do research, man, and, you know, work on getting uh, licensing and, and sync uh, situations going on. You know, there's a lot of TV uh, projects that's looking for original music uh, yeah. uh, for their TV shows. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a whole lot of money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can get anywhere from 500 to $750, you know what I'm saying, per... Um, uh, 45, uh, 30 or 45 second clip. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, but it, it's a way to really get your music out there and really get your, your music heard. Um, 
writing not just for yourself but uh other people yeah um you know and and you know just continuing to exploit your catalog yeah. uh and any you know in any which way possible you know video games you know what I'm saying? Right. People get music placed on video games and things of that nature. Yes, you know, it's up so for the artists, you know, um, I think we're, we're still, even though um, the money may not be as plentiful as it was back in the day, I still feel like we're in a very exciting time for the indie artists because now it's like, you know, as an artist, you, you either have to put up or shut up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You, you can't depend on the label to do the work for you anymore. Now you have to get up there and you have to make it work for yourself. You know, sure. that's the only, once again, you know, the, the only way that um, you're really going to be able to make it out here in this industry. I got a, yes, I, I got a question for you real quick, though. I got to make sure that, that because tonight, tonight we've repeatedly, uh, and we've said a couple of times, uh, when you were on the line, Ian, and everybody, and before you even got on the line, I mean, Jeff Black, We've talked about publishing and we talked about placements, but I want to ask you about how to specifically go about doing that. Like when it comes down to getting stuff placed on TV, uh, sync licensing and stuff like that or movies or whatever, what is the best way that you suggest that an artist goes about doing that? Because I've seen different ways where like, like. Directly trying to contact music supervisors. I don't think that necessarily works all the time because some music supervisors tend to only pull their music from libraries. And so, uh, how, how would you direct an artist? Where should an artist be trying to get their music to in order to get these opportunities to have their music uh, on, you know, with gamification on games and stuff? Because I notice a lot of the big places they pull from these set music libraries or set publishing houses. And they just kind of filter it up through there. And I think a lot of the artists don't even know what these places, like, you know, what these places are, that they exist. You know, the, the, the middle ground going from my song is ready, who do I send it to, to an actual music supervisor hearing it and deciding to run with it on a project. Well, and that's the thing. Like, you get it to those music houses. If you know that the music supervisors um are going to these music houses, these these sort of these sort of uh, uh, people that carry stock music and things like that. Then those where you go, there are also individuals out there who um, work with various different networks, whether it's uh, ESPN or MTV or um, VH1 or Bravo, that um, you know you know are willing to work with uh, up and coming songwriters, uh, and and they they get a piece of the publishing for that for whatever they get placed uh-huh. but but what folks have to understand is when, when it comes down to that that when they get the publishing they get the piece of publishing for that particular placement so if I had a, a piece of music that one of these people placed on let's just say the Real Housewives of Atlanta uh-huh. um, that person would get uh, a piece of publishing for that uh, placement on Real Housewives of Atlanta, but I can still take that same song, um, release it on the radio, and the the person who made the placement would have no publishing on that particular yeah. pro- uh, on what I get placed on the radio okay. or where, where, wherever any other medium that I uh, choose to place that uh, that particular that particular track. And it's all about research. Like at the end of the day, you know, pay attention. Like. 
um, MTV always when they play music from other artists they they show you the website and stuff like that that where you can go and and hear the music you know look up that website and and nine times out of ten it will direct you you know or or let you know if you're submitting music or sending music in or or, or to a particular point person that you could potentially uh, submit your music to um, to possibly get placed on these stations you know what I'm saying? And and the number one way uh, uh, of making this thing happen is going out and networking. Like, you're not going yes, to think that, okay, let me get this, uh, this stuff on uh, uh, social media. Let me stay on social media. Let me get my numbers up. You know what I'm saying? Let me get my, my followers, you know, you know, and my friends and, and all of that stuff up. That works definitely and i i i heavily you know get behind that and support that but you still have to get out and rub uh palms you know you don't have to press the flesh you have to you know meet people yeah. there's a, a music supervisor here that's at almost every conference you yeah. know what i'm saying she's been in the game for a long 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 time and she's always at every conference meeting people very friendly and she's you know she she does major placements and on these shows, on these TV shows, and she and she gets people money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, her name is Karen Mason, and if if you're not out there, you don't you don't see her. You 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 don't meet her. You know what I'm saying? You, if you're not out there, you know promoting yourself, going to gain more knowledge about the business, out there networking, then you won't meet these particular people who happen to be you know around and there and willing, and who's actually looking for up and coming uh, artists who have good music that she can place in in, in different mediums. You know, so um, that's really how the artist thing you you got to get up, you got to you got to get out there, you got to be in it to win it. Otherwise, you know, you're just uh, you know uh, making music for as a hobby. You know what I'm saying? It's not a real job for you. Right, exactly. I, I, and, I, and it's it's crazy because I think that what you just said, like you, you just named. Here, here's my thing, and I want to make sure I get this clear to all the artists that's listening. You just named someone, and I I heard, have heard of this person. I've actually at a brief conversation with it, although I don't know her personally. But the thing about it is there is a there's an there's an air of of artists and people who are listening to this show and we're here to educate tonight that will walk into the same room with her and this is not a diss to anybody, but they'll walk into a room with her and two DJs, you know what I'm saying, and and, and maybe a, a known promoter and they'll make a beeline to the DJ and they'll make a beeline to the promoter and they'll totally ignore this person because I've noticed that she went when I saw her, somebody somebody literally had to tell me who she was. You know what I'm saying? And she's not and she's it's because of the flash and the fanfare that tends to come, especially with hip hop. I think a lot of the artists don't understand that the most of the people who getting you paid in here is not gonna necessarily be the loudest person in the room or the most recognizable name. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of artists we we, we spoke earlier Ian about how artists um in hip hop want to be famous as opposed to getting paid because publishing deals and stuff like that they don't get you they don't get you a whole bunch of th- likes on on Instagram or a whole bunch of followers on Twitter it's just it just gets you a check what what what, what would you do, what would you do to combat that you know what i'm saying how 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 do we combat that as an industry with our hip hop artists where they're just so uh, you know just preoccupied with with the fame and not the actual business side of it how do we remedy that i mean that's 
you know what? You you can't. You know, all you can do is educate people who are willing to listen. You know what I'm saying? You know, these these people are, are taught that their only uh, their only way to to getting you know being successful is to get with other uh, successful people. Or, or people that they deem to be successful, when a majority of these people really can't help them. What they what they don't understand, like right now, the the only people that 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 make a difference in the artist's life is their fan base. You know, it's the it's the very people sitting next to them when they're sitting in a seminar. You know what I'm saying? Those are the real fans of music. And I I know when I'm when I'm on a panel, I encourage. Um, these people to network to each other don't run up and, and jump in my face at the end of the panel and hand me a cd the people that you really want to network with is the person sitting next to you you know what i'm saying hey what do you do you do graphic designing uh you know what i'm about to drop my cd i could use some artwork you know can we barter can we can we work with each other to uh and, and help each other out to to further both of our situations they don't get that they don't understand that you know they're sitting there with other songwriters producers other artists you know um uh, not necessarily uh uh, uh terrestrial radio but internet radio satellite radio djs you know a lot of people ignore shows such as this you know that that um, not only gives uh, a commentary or, or education about the business, but also is willing to play their music when regular radio stations aren't. You know what I'm saying? These are the people that they need to seek out, and you know the only way they're going to learn that is to educate themselves and to pay attention to what's going on in the industry today. You know, so combating it that's going to be a real hard thing because you know a lot of people are in it just for the fans right. you know what i'm saying that they're in it to to get out there and 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 uh uh be a part of the facade that's uh the industry uh today you know what i'm saying very few are really actually in it to for the money you know for the long haul you know they don't want to make the sacrifices to 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 make it in in this business Exactly. You got another question, Bucks? No, man. I think you kind of hit it a, a lot of it on the head, man. Hopefully, we got a caller or two that might want to chime in and uh, yeah, we ask got the one. industry vet himself, man. Ian Burger, a couple of, a question or two, real quick, man. Yeah, we I got take one. advantage of this. <laughs> I'm gonna take one call. You know, what I'm saying I, I see somebody else is on the line right now. Uh, I didn't take this call earlier. God, that's loud. Hey, uh, I got a hello. Yeah, nine four one two eight four. But your background is like really loud. Can you move somewhere else? Hey, I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time hearing you. Say that again. Uh, I said your background is really loud, but uh, we can hear you a little bit now. You have a question for Ian Burke or for K one hundred Radio? Welcome to the broadcast. Absolutely, I do. Hey, thank y'all for having me, man. My name is Slim Figure. I believe my manager just called earlier, man. And you guys, man, y'all dropping some serious knowledge. Thank you. My question is this. Um, in regards to publishing and, and finding an aggregator and things like that, do you think it is better for an artist or an individual to go ahead and try to handle it on their own? Or do they need to go to like a, a CD Baby or a Symphonic or, 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 or a, a distribution company such as that? Like what, what do you feel personally is the best way or does it work differently for everyone 
individual situation. You mean like music? Okay, now you talk about selling records or you talk about publishing? Um, I- I'm sorry, I might be confused because I figured that at one point they go hand in hand, do they not? And I think that's where the confusion might lie for me because I know that publishing is, publishing is when you take, is what gives you your credit for your songwriting or who has the ownership of the song. But I was also, I'm, I'm a little confused on that. I was also, I guess, misinformed well, let me, as to what, ex- go ahead. Let me, let me, let me break it down. Uh, Ian Burke, I think his, his call just dropped. Hopefully he calls right back in. His call just, I seen his line just drop out. Maybe he had, maybe he had a rough spot or something. Hopefully he'll call right back. But let me tell you, let me tell you the difference yeah. between from, from from off top. You know, when you sell in, when you when you sell CDs or you sell whatever, you know, you're publishing your record sales. Of course, you know, obviously your record sales. What you get off that is 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 not the same as what you're going to get from royalties from streaming your music on sites. Also, not the same as what you're going to get yeah. from 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 your music being on. Um, sync licenses now like like ian said earlier a lot of times sync licenses are upfront, cash out boom you know what i'm saying they pay you a they pay you a set amount you know what i'm saying and, and okay. that's what it is you retain ownership of your music a lot of the times with this stuff like you said earlier like ian ian burke said when you get a song and somebody helps you get it placed on one project you still own the song and you still own the publishing and you actually um can take it to other places and that, that publishing house or that publishing company doesn't get you know any of that extra money so you got to understand and separate the two if you were listening earlier when he said that it's really important that you understand yeah. the difference between you know getting paid the royalties and getting paid for your publishing and stuff like that so a publishing house yeah. you know you ask the question you know well getting a publishing house or aggregator that that would be something like you because I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about like music x-ray or places like that you know what i'm saying taxi when they were Correct, actually yeah. relevant and stuff like that yeah like i like like he said Correct, er, yeah. yeah like yeah like he said earlier um that would be a good way but there are also individuals he, he and he pointed it out and he named one person and i don't that's why i asked him that question because even right now doing it as, as long as i have i've seen it work different mm-hmm. ways you know what i'm saying so i could i wouldn't sit here and be and propose to just say just don't do i would say do both you know what I'm saying? The same way you kind of market your music various ways online or in the physical form. I would say not X out any one of those. You know what I'm saying? I, I got I got yeah, Ian, I got exactly. Ian I got Ian Burke back on the line. I see he's jump back on. Okay, you back on. I see you called drop, but we got you back on, Ian. But I'm gonna let you address the question. And Carla, you can ask it again if you want to, real quick, because I want to make sure Ian answers the question. Okay, I'm trying to get a clear understanding as to which is better. Going through an aggregator or to go ahead and try to distribute your music yourself as well as using the aggregator to collect the the, the uh, funds for you. Oh, uh, okay. Distri- so if you distribute your music yourself, Correct. how would you do it? I mean, you will usually go through a CD baby or something like that, correct? Right. So you're saying, so what was the other way? What is the other way? I'm still trying to... Uh, actually, yeah, actually, I think he got the two confused, man. I think he's kind of mixing yeah. up selling of his songs, 
via, you know, mechanicals and like publishing, like those two different things, though, my guy. Uh, the caller that's calling there, I think you kind of you throwing us off with the question because they like two separate situations, though. Because CD Baby is okay, gonna, I CD, see, and that's where my confusion. I'm sorry. Go CD, ahead. CD Baby, like, like, uh, listen, I've, I've used CD Baby for digital distribution, and what you're saying is, okay, I upload my my album and my, and my stuff to CD Baby, and then CD Baby gets it and they send it over and, and and they actually do this they get they can get it put on spotify itunes and all that kind of stuff or they can get it put on all these other digital mediums it's, they got a digital distribution deal that cd baby has and, yeah. it's, and, it's, and it's pretty cool and that's just to get your song put on different sites and have it and have it available for download on different places that's what a cd baby digital distribution deal does for you that is not what we were talking about when we're talking about publishing and getting your song synced yeah. up with sync licensing and getting put on tvs and stuff and gamification and stuff like that those are two separate things so as far as distributing your stuff uh of course if you want to get it actually put in stores you need an actual somebody who actually does physical distribution of your product if you actually got cds pressed up but if you're going to use cd baby and get like a digital distribution deal that's just going to get your stuff put on stuff like itunes so people can go hear a song download it it get you put on spotify and and and, and all these other places um uh, they actually get you put on uh, Shazam now, which is pretty cool. That's why I like it. I think the CD Baby joint is cool. If you don't understand how Shazam works, it can actually get you put on Shazam, and that's really powerful right about now. But that's a separate thing from what okay. Ian Burke was talking about earlier when we were talking about the publishing and getting stuff done with sync licensing and, and for TV and film. That's a whole separate thing from what you're talking about with CD Baby. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh. Hey, look, um, man. Hey, shoot me an email to the mic info. T H E M I C C info at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at M U G S underscore a million. Absolutely. We'll do so. I appreciate that. All right. Stand by. All right, we're getting ready to come up on our next guest, but we got to make sure that we clear everything up with Mr. Ian Burke before we get out of here. Real quick before we go, Ian, yeah. tell us about tell us about U42 real quick before we get ready to get up out of yeah, here. I know I that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. U42 is a, is a new platform. Uh, it's a social media platform being built um, uh, for the entertainment industry. It uh, was conceived by um, two gentlemen that are in, that, uh, in the uh, gaming business. They create a mobile video game, mobile uh, uh, yeah, video games for your cell phones. Um, they have a company called uh, Kids Studio, K-I-Z Studios. Uh, and they actually create um, uh, games that you can download for free. So what they did was they took the concept uh, uh, of uh, you know making money through the uh, through through the video games because you know the video game world man that's a hundred billion dollar industry as compared to the music industry which is uh, like a seven billion dollar industry. So it's like you know um, how is it that you know well, even though more people consume music than they do uh -huh. video games, is that uh, um, is then the the gaming world is, is making so much more money. So they want that. What they're doing is they're taking the principles of the gaming world uh, and they're gamifying the music industry. You know what I'm saying? Making it more entertaining and, and making it easier to to uh, uh, do more. Uh, a, a better outreach to their fan base. You know right. what I'm saying? So that, that's it in a tight little nutshell. Right. There's a few more <laughs> nuts and bolts that I may have left out. 
But, um, you know, anybody that plays video games know that, you know, nowadays, like, you know, people are mad, like, oh, you shouldn't give your music away for free. You know, you're destroying the business. Well, shoot, that's what gamers are doing on your cell, on the cell phone. You know what I'm saying? You're downloading Candy Crush for free. But Candy Crush is still making $900,000 a day in revenue. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, you download Clash of Clans for free. You know, yeah. but they're still making anywhere from $3 million to $30 million a day. Wow. 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 What did they do? How did they figure out? And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How did they figure yeah. it all out? And it's you the, know, and how it, is yeah. it that they're able to give their games away and still make so much money? And it's the ads, right? You know what I'm saying? It's the it's 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 the it's the in it's the embedded advertising, of course, obviously that they, that they revenue comes what? from, right? Definitely, right. That's definitely part of it. But you know, there's what you call in-app purchases. You know what I'm saying? There, there, there are ways where you know when you're yeah, playing that's a game. Yeah, ninety-nine cents. Yeah, ninety-nine cents. Extra lives. There be extra Absolutely. Absolutely, yes, or you're buying uh, materials to to uh, swords yeah. and building yeah, materials and things like that. <laughs> you know, or, or take something like the Kim Kardashian game. In less than a year, uh, Kim Kardashian made two hundred million off of her game, and her game wow. is just you know these little girls are, and 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 some little boys, I guess. Uh, uh, out there playing, and you know their whole thing is all about popularity and and being cool like Kim, and and buying purses and shoes, and you know going to parties and stuff like that. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. But you have to pay for all of that stuff. That stuff, yeah. you know, you you know, if you want those Louis Vuittons in the video world, you have to pay video currency, which turns uh, into yeah. Right. But and, and that's that's so their whole thing. How can we apply those type of principles and put it into the entertainment business where we can where where fans can have real time experiences with some of their favorite performers? Exactly. Nice. That's 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 nice. crazy. Well, I I gotta get we gotta get ready to go. We got our next guest online. We're, we're running a little bit behind, but I want to make sure everybody clearly understands that what he just said was. Kim Kardashian made $200 million off an app. You know what I'm saying? But I think I, w- I, w- I want to make sure that we're perfectly clear that Kim Kardashian is no longer a person. She's a brand. That's important. That's why, hey, Kim, that's, why that's, Kim, that's why Kim Kardashian can make the kind of money off something like that because it's not you're not buying Kim Kardashian the person. You're buying Kim Kardashian. You're downloading the brand of Kim Kardashian and what, and what she's been able to transform herself into, which is a multi-million dollar brand ian burke real quick if someone if if you don't mind if you don't if you don't want to it's cool but if you want to uh give contact information somebody can learn more about u42 and anything that you talked about can you give your uh, contact information out and we can go to the next guest real quick please sure absolutely um you can reach me through social media my twitter is at orca 172 that's at orca 172 or Instagram is at official underscore I-A-N-B-U-R-K-E. Once again, at official underscore I-A-N-B-U-R-K-E. That's the best way to get a hold of me uh, and talk to me and, um, you know, ask me questions. And, you know, once we uh, w- once we take it to another level, then, you know, I give out my email address and, and my phone numbers. Absolutely, man. Yes, well, thank you for coming on the line, man, and, and, and talking to me. Appreciate you, good, sir. Yep. 
Oh, no, my pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Stand by. All right. Again, we're getting ready to round it out. Again, 347-934-0966. That's the number to down to the show. K1sRadio.com. Now, next up, our third guest of the night. Yeah. How we doing, Mugs? We only we only we eight minutes behind, but we good. We we doing pretty good. Uh, we good. We, we good. good. We, we good. good. In the hood, baby. We Let's we keep good. it moving, Let's man. I'm, it. I'm excited to meet this new guy. This next guy coming up on the line myself, man. So let's do it. And while I'm at it, see Wake. What's up, my brother? What's going on with you, big homie? What's going on, man? You doing all right, bro? I'm doing all right, man. I got my yeah. homie C Wakely on the line. I'll introduce this one, Muggs, if you don't mind. This is my big homie. Yeah, that's you, man. That's you, baby. How do you finish? This is my big homie, C. Wakely. I'm going to let him talk to y'all for a minute and a minute in, 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 real quick. But this is, um, this brother right here has, has, has his hand in a lot of different things. And he's, he's an artist manager. He's also a, a promoter. He's, a, he's also does groundwork for artists and helps the artist, artist development, consulting. Uh, and he's also, for the first time, his first time this year coming up in a, in a couple of weeks here. He's doing the South Georgia Music Awards. It's the first time he's done this event, and it's geared on highlighting uh, some of the artists in the South Georgia region, which doesn't really get a lot of uh, attention, uh, but is a real grind. It is a real circuit that you can use to break your record in this area, and you're going to have to go through them. Trust me. Uh, Wake, what's going on, brother? Go ahead and finish it off for me. Hey, Blizzard, first of all, I just, I just want to say, man, that I'm, uh, I'm delighted for you to have me on as a guest. I just want to say, man... Uh, uh, that uh, I thank God that I woke up on this side of the dirt this morning. You feel me? Absolutely. And, uh, yes, and uh, I love what you're doing. Uh, you are you are a great piece to the puzzle. The way that you are uh, representing independence, the underground movement, and the knowledge that you provide. So at the end of the day, man, I learned that anything that you grateful for, you thank you thank Jesus for. So I thank Jesus for you, bro. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you very much. So first of all, I want to make sure that we cover we're going to cover as much as, I, as we possibly can and we'll run it we'll, we'll go a little bit into overtime because we started off a little bit late with yours and we want to make sure we get the full 30 minutes in but first of all tell us i got some i got people that's on the line we actually had an artist manager call in uh, a little while ago you know what i'm saying and i'm pretty sure we got some other ones listening and i think they're still on the phone line as a manager you know you manage blood raw you manage a couple other acts you know what i'm saying that i know that did really well you know what i'm saying and for me I think my ma- my main thing with you is you are really just excellent at at branding the artists and getting them a solid ground buzz. You got relationships with DJs all over Florida because that's your home state. That's where you know I met you at and everything. But also Georgia and, and beyond, and you've got real relationships with real DJs and clubs and venues. That's how you were able to put on the South Georgia Music Awards, and it's going to be a big event, and everybody's rocking with you. That that comes from years of networking and relationships. But what would you give? advice to to all the managers because right now i want to talk to you because you're a really great manager of artists and, and projects what's what's the number one thing you could tell a manager when it comes to cultivating your relationships and helping break your artist right now well well i think first of all man the main thing you got to completely believe in the artist I, I i've seen managers that were pretty good but they didn't have the total faith in the artist it just looked attractive and sounded good uh, but you gotta believe in your artist to to the fifth power to a great degree. It, it's like when you lay down at night, you lay down, you're thinking about ways to create opportunities for your artist. And you know there that's you the, the first thing I do. I try to become passionate about whatever artist I'm choosing because now that makes my work a lot easier. You know what I mean? 
Right. Uh, uh, and management is, 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 is hard work. You know, it's a situation where your job is to create opportunities. You don't get to sit on your ass and sit back and just hope your artists give you a good song one day. Okay? What you have to do is go out and... Because this game, this game is a, uh, is a relationship game. So you have to yeah. make all your relationships, roll them all into one big ball, and knock the damn bowling pins down. You know, uh, you know, around Florida, Georgia, Alabama, South Carolina, I've been running through that for 15 years, and I've seen all kinds of talent. So talent alone is not the most enticing thing to me. Talent is a piece, you know, up to the puzzle. You need that resource. But the main thing is having an artist that busts their ass, an artist that's humble, and an artist that understands that it's not always, always about taste. You got to give. You got to give. So that would be one of my main things, man. All right, really good All advice right. right there. Nice. Now, let me ask you this. When it comes out to the to the circuit, and I'm gonna stay on your manage I'm gonna stay on your management role. When it comes to the circuit mm-hmm. of actually going out and um you know, you 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 you're, you got an artist and you got their song. Let's say you got the artist, you got the song, and you're ready to go out here and you're ready to actually break the record. Tell me what worked for you because I know that you were very instrumental in Blood Raw's run in Florida when you know, when Blood Raw Really, really was bubbling before the before CTE before all that happened. Blood Raw was a really huge artist in Florida, and I know you helped do that. How, what's the first thing that you gonna do? You got the artist, y'all got the song. You believe in this artist, this your man. What does your very next steps need to be as a manager to actually get your artist out here? Okay, well let me preface my answer by first saying I'm just so grateful that uh, Young GV, uh CTE. Uh, uh, acknowledge the work that me and Blood Laws put in. It was a great opportunity uh, uh, for us. And I think, um, secondly, the main thing, man, is that uh, I, I'm a guy, I take it to the streets. I'm always going to go to the streets. I'm always going to, I'm good in the streets. I always have been just a guy that uh, I, I just feel connected to the hoods, the tough spots, the rough spots, the places. They say you don't need to go this time of day, you don't need to go this time of night. I just always had a good face. I can go anywhere. And music is such a powerful thing that uh, even when you're a stranger and you're going forbidden territory, so to speak, people open up to you because first they see that you got a good product. They see you're not afraid. They see that you're one of them. And this music thing is going to always start in the streets. So no matter how commercial, no matter how much radio you use, you can't ever take the streets. You, you can buy some radio. You can buy some TV, you can buy some, some social media, but you can't buy, nobody got enough money to buy the streets. If you had to give every person uh, in the streets a dollar, you don't run out of money even if you were Bill Gates. So my main point, you got to have the streets. So I did it the old-fashioned way, grassroots promotions. I go, see, I start off with people that like me. So right. even if the person is interested in music, still they like me. They care about C. Wakely personally. Right. Then I go to their city and I say, hey, man, what's going on in the music scene? And they start turning me on to people. And sometimes that person in that city is not a DJ. Sometimes that person in the city is not a promoter. Maybe it's just your boy with the Chevy sitting high, you know, on 20s or 30s or whatever, and a mile full of gold teeth. But the city listens to him and they follow him. So I tap into whatever's happened in that city, ground zero. Ground zero, and I build it. It's like when you was in elementary school, first and second grade, you had those little diagrams where you connect the dots, and then at the end of connecting the dots, you had a picture. Why connect one small town to another? I don't think Metro from Jump. I think, you know, so in other words, you know, I wouldn't think Tampa from Jump. 
You know, I probably wouldn't think Bartow Florida from jump. I might not think Tallahassee from jump. I think Panama City from jump. So I hear all my love towns because if you think about the state of Florida, we only got five or six major cities. Right. But we got a whole bunch of damn B markets, C markets, D markets. And so I just go to the streets, man, and I build it from there and I try to make it escalate. After a while, I got a damn tsunami going. Exactly. I understand that totally. And basically, I think that what you were saying really is akin to what I brought up earlier on the broadcast, which is basically, listen, man, build the fan base, build the, the, the fans, bring everybody else. You know what I'm saying? You to, to, to try to get to the big dogs without the fans is a lot harder than just go ahead. Well, I don't know if necessarily harder, but it may be a little bit more work to build your real fan base up. But it's easier to get the big people that you're trying to get to notice you who you feel really matter which really they don't matter as much as the fans but some people feel like they matter more than the fans you'll be easier to get a conversation with them if you come through the door with five thousand hardcore fans beating down their social media beating down their website sharing everything and i, and I think that really goes hand in hand with what you just said you know what i'm saying don't don't try to it's like you just said don't go for metro atlanta first go to macon Go to Albany. Yeah. Go to Savannah. Yeah. Go to go to uh, Villa, uh, uh, Valdosta. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Go to all these other places and make them love you. And then Atlanta has to love you because everybody else loves you. Hey, hey, I, I totally agree, man. And, you know, the thing is, is to gain one fan at a time. Everybody wants to walk out of the studio. They want to be on BET. They want to walk out the studio door, walk. Three, you know, you know, three minutes away and walking BT. Uh, everybody want DJ drama, DJ scream. They want those guys to be shouting your name, playing their music. Well, if I contact drama, you know, who I personally know, if I contact him directly or scream and say, "That's what I got," whether we cool and know each other or not, there's still got to be some damn fire behind the movement. See, having a buzz is a good thing, but what I learned is to always try to create a movement, get people talking, because unfortunately. The music game is, is a very bandwagon game. People jump on to what they see as movement. So you build a, a movement. If I, if I, I live in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, I'm here with the University of Florida. But when I, even when I work a record in my own city, I start off in places that you never heard of. Newberry, Florida. Hawthorne. You know, Alachua. Uh, you know, the uh, 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 list goes on. I hit some of these small towns. And by the time, and we only got one mall. It's in Gainesville. By the time all these country guys and these small town guys come into the city, they're bumping the music for me. So they're almost like a carrier. I'm almost like a parasite that jumped on something and it took it for me. So you have to, if you can excite people, you got to get them excited. And, and, and one step at a time, you can, you can get there because now, if the people are screaming the drama, if I'm talking the drama, for example, if I'm talking to DJ Chuck T, for example, and, and Chuck just said, and no matter how cool they are to me, this still is a business, and you got to show people that you're a commodity. You know what I'm saying? you got to show you commodity. But if there's several people, say, hey, hey, go to the DJ, but hey, you got so-and-so. If 10 people ask that in one night, that DJ, if you never heard, you're going to say, i got to go home and Google this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Right. i got to find out who this guy is because they bugged me all night long about some guy from wherever, you know? So that, that's my main thing, man. This not, listen. Blizzard, you and I know, there's no blueprint to this game. Because if there was a blueprint, everybody could succeed. They could sit down and say, okay, these are the 10 things I need to do. This is the time I need to do it. And this is what I need to spend. Exactly. Bam, success. Exactly. But, but it's not like that. We don't ever know what's going on. We just have to do the best we do to go out and keep a good face. Like 
and you gotta do. I see so many artists. You can send artists drops these days. Don't get the wrong subject, but you can get artists drops and say these ten DJs need drops for you, and they won't get the drops back. How can you not give a DJ a drop when he's asking for this drop? That drop has significance to him. You should make it be important to you. But they think that's something small. However, if the DJ calls and says, I want you to come open up uh, at my birthday bash, then you break your damn neck. You feel me? Right. There you go. There you go. That's real tough. I don't that's know. real tough, bro. I don't even understand. Yeah, why? why what, you know what's Wait. Listen, seriously, bro, what is the problem with drops, bro? This is, I don't understand why drops are so hard for people sometimes. Like, I, I, I never understood it at all. Like, I've never had a DJ ask me for a drop. Let me tell you the reason. The only time I ever had someone ask me for a drop or whatever, that was so many years ago. It doesn't even matter now when I didn't have my own studio. But I've had my own setup for so many years now. Like, somebody asked me for something some, something so simple, I can just go right here and just do it right now. But, but. Other other than you just not having the money to actually go, but even it's I don't I can't even buy that ex- excuse now because everybody got a little pro tool set up or something or your partner got something where you go in there to drop a drop. Well, I, I never understood the problem with drops, but yet and here it is, it came back up again. This is this is like the you know what? Wake you are like maybe the tenth person within the past year. That have had a beef or have had who have had something to say about artists not doing drops, and I didn't think it was an issue until everybody I know keeps saying, "Why y'all don't get the drops done?" I'm like, "Really, artists don't do that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what, I do, what I try to do, Blizzard, is this: if a DJ call me for a drop for my artist, then I immediately say to myself, "If my artist doesn't have someone recording, it's gonna cost somebody to go to the studio." I, I be, I keep it honest with the DJ. I say, "Listen." Uh, we have a studio session booked. It's about 10 days from now. Can you wait to then? All right? Then, if you say, yeah, man, I'm fine with that, then I call every other DJ I can think of and say, hey, do y'all need drops? So during that time, before we start recording when we get in the studio, I may have 30 drops I can knock out in no time and, and get an yeah. email straight out to my guys. If the DJ say, man, I got this mixtape, I'm dropping it in, in 24 hours, I'm in the studio now, I need it now. Then I'm going to still make that shit happen right then because I'm not going to ever. People underestimate the power of a DJ. And my thing is, I never did that. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't go, I don't go begging DJs. I ain't trying to pay no damn DJs. I'm just trying to have good relationships with them and give them a good quality product so we can join together and try to get to the money. You feel me? Exactly. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> so let's uh, let's let's let, now that's the game for the for the managers tonight. You heard it. First of all, a number one, believe in your artists, believe in their music. That's the very first thing that he said. And I mean, why would you? Why would you not? Why would you even be managing them? <laughs> I know that seems so common sense, but but I think a lot of I think a lot of people just skip that part. You know what I'm saying? Just skip that. It's, man, it's very I, important. I, and I, yeah, before we round with C. Wakely, man, I want to ask a question um, on behalf of on behalf of the artist, man. Because uh-huh. you know, on behalf of the artist, because see, I done jumped into doing music consultations and and stuff like that and potential management scenarios too, man. And Mm -hmm. I don't think artists understand a manager's role. And the question I want to ask for you or have you break down to the people is what makes you want to be the manager of a particular artist? You know what I'm saying? Like, just to call me all the time and just be like, 
yo, I need somebody to manage me, man. They can help me get some shows and blah, blah, you know what I mean? Like, break it down to them, man, and, and, and assess, you know what I mean, in a kind of a quick way. I know we don't got a lot of time, but okay. isn't that easy for you to decide that, okay, I want to manage a person, and, you know, do you just push the green light with all your plugs and contacts on them off the rip like that? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Uh, 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 to be successful in management, again, you'll hear me use this word over and over again. You've got to have great relationships. And if I'm going to do management, that means I've got to utilize my network and my relationships. And therefore, yeah. if I've got to do that, I've got to believe in you, not only as an artist, but I've got to believe in you as a person. Because I don't need you to ever hurt any of my relationships that I have, I have to use again. Because those relationships, like a revolving door, you're going to have to use them over and over again. So some artists are so selfish. Some of them only care about themselves, and they're looking for the hot hand. You could take a guy from ground zero and get him from zero money to $2,000 a show, and if he finds somebody from L that seems more attractive and, and more knowledgeable, he'll leave your ass. You feel me? There you so go. I, that's right. I, I have to find a guy that's loyal, that is not just about the money. They, what, you know, what I'm doing or what I, you know, what I got going, man. So, so this what artists, this what I found out, bro. I get people hit me all the time and say, hey, see, wait, what you charge me to manage them? And because I'm an ethical guy, I'm a straight-up guy, and I'm honest, I say, I can't charge you. Management can't charge. There you go. Okay? There you go. So I work for you as a manager, and I get 20%, which is the norm. If you, if you get less than 20%, that's a special condition. If you get more than 20%, that's a special condition. But the norm, the industry norm, is 20%. I get 20% yeah. of, your, of your gross. Now, what you understand is this, is that I'm used to making money. I've been doing this for 15 years. It's the only job I've had, and I thank Jesus. I thank him for being able to say I made a living. I haven't gotten rich, but I made a living for 15 years doing this. So why would I take time? Manager artist is not making any money. It may take us two or three years to get to the money. So that means I've worked yeah. for three years. You know, it's so yeah. good for you to want me as a manager because I'm a commodity already. You're not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And so, so, so what I've learned when those situations come up, I'm like, no, I can't do that. The only management that can really charge you and justify it, he better be Coach K, or he better be P. Diddy or somebody who said, listen, because you know if you pay them, you're going all the way anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. Just, you're, you're a typical traditional manager, I mean, they, they just got to get their, they gotta get that gross percent. You got 20% off the gross. Yeah, exactly. that's real. That's a good yeah, question. Yeah. That's a good and question. Not, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I have to feel like the guy's with me. Because some guys, you know, when they get, let me show you something, and I, and I don't. Some guys, as soon as they, they, they can't pay their car payment, car payment, soon as they can't buy the new Jordans, soon as they don't yeah. start saying, soon as they don't start saying, this shit ain't making no money, you spending money, they ain't making it. Soon as they, they mama tell them, uh, you graduate from college, you ain't got no money to waste your time. Soon as that, that opposition hit, then they don't want to be an artist no more. They're running all ass, but you already invested your time, your sacrifice, been away from your family, you know what I'm saying, and other things like that, and they gone. So I have to know that one of my guys is all the way in. You got to be totally in with me. Exactly, bro. Good answer. <laughs> now I want to make sure, because I and, and just to re just to recap, you know what I'm saying? What the homie what the homie just said? He just broke it down to y'all, and he basically told y'all, listen, man. At the end of the day, you guys 
have if he if Muggs a Million asked him, you know, what does it take to be an artist? And his response immediately was, uh, listen, do you have anything going on? You know what I'm saying? Do you have anything going on? Because I can't manage you because if you ain't got nothing going on and no buzz and you ain't already generating no income, it may take us two, three years to get to the money. That means he's going to go two, three years without getting no money for working with you. And you might run off with his contacts that he done put in and plugged in trying to help you get to the money, to the bigger money. So a lot of times artists, I think you guys need to realize. seconds. Oh, don't worry about that. Ignore that. Wait, we, we still got time. Um, okay. A lot of time, a lot of time guys need to understand that when it comes to artists, and managers or any situation, when you come to anybody, what are you bringing to the table? It's just like it's just like I mean I, I mean it's like anything else. What are you bringing to the situation? If you want somebody to manage you, what do you have to manage? It's a lot of artists who don't even need managers because they don't have anything to manage. You don't have anything to manage. What are you looking for a manager for? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, and that's when and that's when managers come through and demand a whole slew of stuff because if you don't have anything to manage off top. You know what I'm saying? Then at, then at that point, it comes to a situation where, hell, you ain't even got nothing to manage. So when it comes, if we're talking about management, you know, I got you, you. You need an investor. You're looking, you're looking for a a manager, but you really need an investor and a manager because you ain't even got enough money to go to the studio to get your shit done and recorded. You ain't got no no T-shirts. You ain't got no CDs, nothing. So you ain't you don't have. You don't have any buzz. You don't have anything to manage. And sometimes artists come looking for managers to create their whole career. And you need a manager and an investor because you now you need money on top of that. And I think that's really important uh, for a lot of artists to understand. You feel what I'm saying? Wait. See, Wake. Hold on a second. Let me make sure that I lose weight. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 Hold on real quick. Uh, Wake. Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm all right. here. All right, so yeah, but that's that's. I, I I wanted to make sure that I, I lost mugs a million though. What happened to mugs? Oh, here he is. I got him back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, mugs listen, dropped you, you you shut him out for there, man. Uh, uh, with that, I mean, you know, you got to have some to manage. And what attracts me is when I see an artist work hard before even the talent, just him working hard and him acting like an independent. See, we got artists that saying, "Man, I'm talented," and they're waiting for a dude out the streets. Or they wait for some A and R, or they wait for somebody got a bunch of money, businessman, put a bag of money in their lap and say, "Come on, let's go." That's what they're waiting on. But they, that's not being independent. Independent saying, "I'm gonna grind my independent grind. I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna work so hard that somebody gonna take notice." I tell my sons all the time that if you work hard, there's no way for somebody not to eventually take notice. That's in anything in life. You know what I'm saying? That's and, that's and, and that's what makes you a commodity. I don't need an artist that's a liability. I need an artist that's a commodity, that's an asset. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. So before we get off the line, we got to make sure we jump into the South Georgia Music Awards. It's the first one that you're doing. That you're doing. Um, I'm on. I'm on the panel with a host of like great people. I want you to go ahead and get into that. What first of all, what made you want to? do the South Georgia Music Awards, you know what I'm saying? And right now I see it's getting generating a lot of buzz. Tell us about it, where it's going to be at, who's going to be the guest there, and what artists should attend. Well, let me tell you something. I, it's, it's called the South Georgia Music Awards uh, that, because all of from Florida, uh, uh, South Georgia has been so instrumental in, uh, in uh, putting me in the situation I am. I've always made the eat good out of South Georgia because the South Georgia is right on the Florida line. And rather southeast or southwest Georgia, South Georgia the whole got tons of talent, man. And, and you know, and I love what Atlanta does, but 
Everybody look at Atlanta so much, they never go south of there. There's a, a lot of talent. And I feel like I never want to wait the market. I don't want to go into the towns and make money and have success and never give back. I don't ever want to give, uh, go through there and not acknowledge people and give them their shine. So I started the Gainesville Music Summit in Gainesville, Florida, back in 07, which has always done good. I said, you know, I need to do something in Georgia. So I decided to go to Waycross, Georgia, to do the South Georgia Music Awards. And I first want to tell people, don't let the name throw you. You can be from anywhere and come to a network. It's just the award ceremony of it is, is, is going out, paying homage to those guys, producers, artists, whatever, that, that's done their thing for so long. But I got, I got my man DJ Screen sitting on the panel, Blizzard. I got you, you know, uh, a great guy. I got DJ Chuck T. We know how strong Chuck T is as a mixed DJ in South and North Carolina. I got Dr. Doom, uh, one of the top radio guys out of Jacksonville, Florida. Keep in mind, Jacksonville got almost a million people, and, and, and Dr. Doom has been there for years, so he's strong. Uh, I got my man, Big J, uh, an a real A&R that's down to earth that you can walk up to and talk to, who actually told me he's looking for Southern talent. I got him coming in from New York, uh, uh, from Def Jam. Uh, you know, uh, my, my, my list continues going. I got Nick Love. Uh, you know, it's been that was part of CTE for a long time. Uh, management to the Coalition DJs, who's now back handling uh, Young Jesus Marketing. Um, I'm kind of forgetting some other people I may have on there, but uh, I'm excited about it. That's the main thing, man. I'm really excited about Mike Smith. Let me plug Mike Smith. This guy is an artist out of Miami, Florida. I ain't seen nobody work harder than Mike Smith. S M I F F. Nobody is working harder than this guy. Good music. Humble, work hard, and he don't mind you eating off of him. So this panel, man, that I got together is an electrifying panel that people can come out and you can net. Because when I chose the panel, Blizzard, I wanted people that's not just knowledgeable, that's people friendly. So you can walk up to them. Right. And then, you know, we'll get into the performances, man, the sponsorship packages for you to perform. You know, guys just got to hit me up, and uh, we'll go from there, man. But that's my main thing, taking out of South, South Georgia. Exactly, and make sure give yeah. out their, give out their contact information real quick where they can hit you up. If they if they want to come down, and they want to perform. I'm telling you right now, just just because of the region, because of the way it's been promoted, and because of who's going to be on the panel or whatever, I think that venue is going to be packed out. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think that a lot of people may look at it and say, "Well, yes, yeah, in little country town, way across whatever." whatever. I don't work like he said. Don't focus on that. Focus on who is RSVP and who planning on showing up. And get your networking on. Yeah. So, so tell people how they can get in contact with you about that. Well, let me let me add uh, the Southern Entertainment Awards uh, that Janira Hawkins does is one of the best awards I've seen. Janira Hawkins is actually on my panel too, so he thought it was a big enough deal. He contacted me and said, "Wait, I want to be on that panel." Got him on there. I know you remember your grand brother that you really helped in the early days, uh, misbehaving and be there performing her single, uh, uh, "Fake." Right. So her having right. her down. That's a big deal. Anybody want to contact me by performing, again, it's not something that you pay $100 to perform, and it's not free. you got to buy a sponsorship because we got to pay the bills, but it's nothing ridiculous. You can call me, 352-682-2040. 352-682-2040. Anybody can call me and talk and find out more information, and I'll, I'll let you know whatever you need to know. Exactly, man. Shout out to my homie, C. Wakely. <laughs> That's at the record breaker at D A the record breaker underscore on IG. Drop the underscore on Twitter. And make sure you get at him, man. And I'm actually gonna play with some music from uh 100 
when we get ready to sign off tonight, and we'll play that new joint that he dropped over there. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get ready to load that up in a minute. We're going to drop that uh, Tiffany. So we're going to drop that as we rolling up out of here. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to you, brother. Thank you for calling in and being a part of the MIWC, the Music Industry Conference call. Of course, you know, I see you down at the uh, conference, I'm down at the award show. I'm, I'm very excited myself to be on the panel, man. I mean, I'm on there with some heavy hitters, so I'm humbled, and I appreciate the opportunity. It's going to be crazy. Well, 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 please, I, I appreciate you having me, man. And look like so far from looking at it, I got people from four or five different states, definitely Florida and Georgia, but we got people from Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama as well. So we're looking forward to everybody coming, man. Y'all come holler at me, man, and talk to me. I'm a, I'm a down-earth guy, man. Let's get it in. Let's do it. Yes, sir. See you, Wakely. That's all we got for you tonight. Mugs, another one in the bag, another one in the wrap, the second installation of the MICC Music industry, conf- music industry conference call over here on K One's radio. I got to say that one was a success, for sure. Yes, sir. That one, yes, sir. That is good, man. <laughs> we, that was nice, real nice. Up off the new year, right there. Absolutely. If you didn't get a chance to hear the whole thing live, of course you can go to our SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash K One's radio, and hear the whole thing. Lots of jewels, lots of jewels dropped tonight from Jeff Black, yeah. from Ian Burke, from C Wakely, from Mugs a Million, from myself. I really hope, I think we kept it really 100. We had some uh, great calls, uh, took up a calls with some great yeah. questions. You know what I'm saying? And I think overall, it was a really successful uh, conference call. So I'm looking forward to doing another one, yes, of course. Sir. We ain't done. We just starting this shit just now. Yes, it's only sir. number two. We only got two shots. We got a loaded, we got a loaded yeah. AK chopper over here for you. Ready. Yes, sir. Music industry conference call. Give out your uh, information one more time, Muggs, so we can get ready to get up out of here. All right. That's your boy Mugs a Million, man. Y'all make sure y'all follow me on Twitter, Instagram, M U G S underscore a million. All one word, M U G S underscore a million. Shoot me an email with your inquiries or questions that you might have. If you want to set up some consultations at the Mike, that's T H E M I C C, the Mike Info at gmail.com. I'll let your boy. Make sure you do that, and then you can rock with us at K100 underscore radio. On Twitter, on Instagram, of like our Facebook page. That's Facebook.com. Just type in K100 Radio. Make sure you rock with us over there on SoundCloud. Of course, again, this recording will be over there on SoundCloud. So make sure you go over there and check that out. SoundCloud.com, K100 Radio. And subscribe to our YouTube page, man. A lot of these events and stuff that we got coming up that we got going on, uh, we're probably going to be broadcasting at some of them. Uh, if not, even if we don't broadcast live, we'll definitely be in the building. We may be doing interviews and stuff that we'll play at a later date. Uh, but just make sure you follow us and check out our grind, man. And uh, I'm really active on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Uh, so rock with me over there. I post up a lot of the stuff that I'll be at. And um, all the stuff that we're talking about, these opportunities, you can go to, what's that? Oh, the K1sRadio.com. Go to the events tab. And a lot of this stuff, if you need links uh, to any of this stuff that we're talking about, um, most of it is going to be over there. On the events page. I got to make sure I load up uh, Jeff Black's uh, Beat Royale joint over there too. But other than that, all this stuff that we're talking about and all these opportunities, go to K100Radio.com. Look over there at the events tab. And you'll be able to get links to get more information for pretty much most of this stuff. Shouts out to everybody who rock with us. We appreciate that. We're going to rock some of this joint by Want to See Wakely's people. Want to see Wakely's artists. This is 100. Name of this joint. That's what we're going to lead off with. We're going to end off with. I mean, we're going to end with. This Dan is called Tiffany. He's got a pretty nice video out for this joint, too. We're going to rock out, we're gonna rock out with that one uh, as we roll up out of here, man. Of course, we're live 24-7. Tomorrow is what? Tuesday? 
No, Wednesday, that means DJ Idle Hands, DJ Tipat, DJ Big Lex. Uh, we got an interview with an independent artist named A Nice at 4. If you want to get one of our promotional interviews, the direct line interview series, also go to K100Radio.com and go to the ads and promo tab, ads and promo page tab. Uh, check it out. We, dry, we drastically dropped the prices on a lot of our promo stuff just to make it a little bit more affordable for the independent artists. So if you're listening and you want to rock with us on the promo tip, make sure you go to K100Radio.com and go to the ads and promo page. All right. It's 100. It's Tiffany. And we out. She love it when it's slow, love the lifestyle, no Fucking on the bed, end up on the floor Me and Tiffany, man, we always on go Me and Tiffany, we one double low She made me rush show when a nigga on the road That's the first ring when she called my phone Make a nigga come with that sex in the moan Your pussy so good, I can't leave you alone Me and Tiffany, we got a crazy bond Me and Tiffany, then we always have fun When I'm in that pussy, I wanna be done Tiffany head, make a young nigga run Tiffany sex really crazy Tiffany really my baby Took off the condom thinking what got into me When I'm on Hennessy, whole nother energy She keep on licking and kissing and tempting me I gotta leave but I can't even leave I'm scrambling, checking the sheets for my keys My niggas can't find me, my niggas can't find me Me and Tiffany, we ducked off for a week She love it when it's slow, love the lights down low Fucking on the bed, end up on the floor Me and Tiffany, man, we always on go Me and Tiffany, we one double low She made me rush home when a nigga on the road It's the first ring when she called my phone Make a nigga come with that sex in the moan your pussy so good, I can't leave you alone Me and Tiffany, we got a crazy bond Me and Tiffany, then we always have fun When I'm in that pussy, I don't wanna be done Tiffany head, make a young nigga run Tiffany sex really crazy Tiffany really my baby Tiffany really my baby We ain't fucking three days, kinda miss you, babe Can feel my dick getting hard when I'm kissing you, babe Remember that you told me you wanted to fly to LA And if I could, I swear I wanna fuck you right on the plane And you pussy and drug and something just like the cane Graduated from college, ain't gotta talk about your brain And I can never forget how we used to fuck in the rain Taught me on the highway, I can't even stay in my lane Every time we fuck, we make a mess, babe Speed it up, I'ma hit you from the back, babe And I love how you made that ass clap, babe And that pussy so good, I ain't even strapped, babe Miami Beach for a week, fucking every day This ain't a vacay, girl, this a vacay no in the Russian when we fucking had to get away We going all in, ain't no halfway 100 and Tiffany, perfect little Tiffany Took off the condom thinking what got into me When I'm on Hennessy, whole nother energy She keep on licking and kissing and tempting me I gotta leave but I can't even leave I'm scrambling, checking the sheets for my keys My niggas can't find me, my niggas can't find me Me and Tiffany, we ducked off for a week She love it when it's slow, love the lights down low Fucking on the bed, end up on the floor Me and Tiffany, man, we always on go Me and Tiffany, we one double she made me rush home when a nigga on the road. It's the first ring when she called my phone. Make a nigga call 
This is K100 Radio with the hottest hip-hop and R&B 